welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, the Sound of Ink. I am very excited to be here tonight. Taking a look at the lineup, we've got some incredible people on hold. See you down there, brother. Oh, welcome. Okay, so anyway, welcome, welcome. The number to call in if you would like to read tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you want to call in and read. We have some things to go over before we get started, so let's get to it. The... um, First thing I need to go over are my vacation plans for this summer. Uh, definitely needing a break this year. Definitely going to go out and have some fun time and play. I have not done this in a long time. You know, I really got to kind of touch on this last week, but I really got to thinking about it. We've been doing this for 16 years together. That means every Thursday for 16 years, except for a couple, maybe max of maybe two or three, four maybe, where um, we haven't done the show. You know, if it was Christmas or something like that. So there's a lot of things that we do in life. We sit there and say, well, I'll do that later. I'll do that later when I have time. But if I don't do it now, I mean, 16 years later, I'm still saying I'll do it when I have time. So I have this vacation planned this summer, and I'm going to be gone for two, possibly three weeks in July. I mean, in June. Maybe one weekend in July and maybe two weekends in September because I have some trips planned. I'm going to go out and beat things with a hammer. I'm going to go out and break rocks. Long story. Anyway, so I wanted you to be aware of that. We do have some things that then, which means I'm not going to be here with you every single Thursday. So if I'm not here, what's going to happen? Gasp, shock, calm down. Breathe into a brown paper bag. It'll be okay. Christopher Ryan will be hosting some of these weeks with you. I have someone else that I'm talking to that may possibly host one of the weeks. Uh, When we don't have someone to host one of the weeks, then we are going to be running workshops, which brings us to workshops. So we are in need of them. If you are interested in putting together a workshop, you can actually you can record one on your computer, do all your fun editing, add your zip zowies and powies and Send that over to me in an MP3 file. We can get it uploaded and scheduled to play on the air. You can have me call you on a conference call, and I can help you record them if you don't have a way to do it on your own. Your workshops can be recorded. Well, actually, these would have to be pre-recorded, so we would pre-record it um, and get them. That's what we need now is the pre-recorded ones. So I can help you do that, or you can pre-record on your computer and send it to me. So get those to me. If you're interested, let me know what you want to do, and I'll I'll help you with whatever you need to do to get them done. Okay. Very important. It is time to take a moment and thank all of our people who sponsor our 2023 broadcasting license. You guys might wonder, what is going on with me right now? I am talking very strangely. (laughs) You know, we all have days like this. Okay, we got to stop here for a second. We all have days like this where we wake up in the morning and we feel like we're invincible, right? And 
you know, just the entire day, we feel like that person who's sitting in the convertible and their hair is flying behind them perfectly, you know, all James Bond or Jamie Bondette, you know, feeling. And there's days when we're not that. Well, today's one of those days that I'm not that. So I'm running super late getting ready for the show today, right? I'm running down the hallway and my feet get cold. My feet are always cold. So I grabbed a pair of my fuzzy socks, <laughs> summer out, early summer, whatever. And I'm jumping down the hallway trying to get this fuzzy sock on my foot so I can get into my office. And I trip and I hit my head on the wall. And that made me laugh. So I get in here and I sit down. And it's like, okay, okay, get ready. Oh, I'm, I bought some blueberry wine. No, I have not drank any yet, so I don't have that as an excuse. bought some blueberry wine. And I didn't have a cup, so I ran back out to the kitchen. I grab a cup. I come running back in here. I didn't have a wine glass, so I'm looking at this glass of blueberry wine that I have right now. And it is in a giant red oversized coffee cup that on it in white letters, little white letters, it says crazy cat lady. And I thought, yeah, that's my day. <laughs> blueberry wine in my in my crazy cat lady mug. That, that's my day. There's no convertible bitch in here at all. Nowhere. <laughs> Wherever she went, I can't find her. So you guys get blueberry wine and crazy cat lady mug lady tonight. So anyway, I need to thank our sponsors, and this is really important because it's because of you guys that we're still on the air. We've been broadcasting now for 16 years together, and we literally could not be on the air anymore were it not help that, for the help of our sponsors, those of you who help us cover those broadcasting fees every year. I want to thank you guys, you know, on behalf of the whole community wholeheartedly because this is not a little thing, you know, it, it's, a, it's a community here, and it was a community effort to get this, you know, and, and you guys really, really helped take a huge chunk out of that for us this year, which allows us to stay on the air, so thank you. Our 2023 sponsors are Annabelle Ashire, Anthony Arnold, Dave Kuhn, Debbie Kelly, Dougley, Dougley Curry. <laughs> Don't tell him I called him Dougley. Douglas Curry, George Wiley. I'm going to have to change Debbie and Douglas. Those can't be together. I'm going to do that all the time now. <laughs> George Wiley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Jade Mist, Jessica Brooks, Karen DeWitt, Kristen Riley, Krista Jopek, Krista Jopek's dog, T.S. Elliott, Lori Binder, Lynn Perkins, Martha Chiefsick, um, Michael Emerald, Missy and Jimmy Ray Davis, Pineapple 16, Rebel Jones, Rich Hathaway, Hathaway. Rich, when you come on, will you please tell me exactly how to say your name? Robert and May Ryan, Terry Galloway, and Timothy Melton. I want to thank all of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of Melvin Douglas Johnson, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, Music man, Ray, uh, music man John Case, Rain Man, Ray Neighbors, Rick Smith II, Glenn Steele, Charles C.B. Banks, King's Cadence, and Deep Enough. Thank you, all of you, for helping to keep us on the air in this, our 16th season, 2023. All right. So I need you guys to pull out your pencils and your quills and your ink pots and papers and journals and notebooks, whatever it is you use, because it is now time for 
inspiration from the inkwell your mini workshop so have your pens and papers ready as i go through this you guys if you don't get everything written down don't worry don't panic you can come back after the show's over and re-listen to the beginning of the program to write what was missed and remember we have 16 years worth of podcasts this is a great tool for you to utilize if you can't think of something to write about just jump on here first 15 minutes and grab something from one of our workshops all right let's jump right in and I am going to give you this week's all-important poetry prompts. As I go through these, uh, keep in mind that poetry prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. Now, with that said, the prompt can be the title of the poem. It can be a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. And beyond those guidelines, what you do with them is up to you. So, number one. And these come all the I tricked you, huh? You're all ready. <laughs> all of the prompts come from you guys. Last three weeks I've been doing this, and we're going to continue to do this for a while. Normally I make up the prompts, but for the last three weeks I've been putting a post on my Facebook page asking you guys for prompts. So these are the prompts that you guys have come up with for this week. So number one, my pound of flesh. My pound of flesh. Number two, playing hide-and-seek with myself. Playing hide-and-seek with myself. Three, entering my villain era. Entering my villain era. Four, skin and bones. Skin and bones. Five, let's investigate this. Let's investigate this. Number six, I gave you so many. I gave you so many. That's a real good one. Number seven. As nightmare becomes reality. As nightmare becomes reality. Eight. Talking faces. Talking faces. Nine. Nestled between the stars. Nestled between the stars. Number 10, who they claim to be. Who they claim to be. 11, something to tell your AI. Tell your AI. 12, things my middle finger taught me. Things my middle finger taught me. 13, don't close the book. Don't close the book. Fourteen, might there be love? Might there be love? And my addition for this week is sunglass reflection. I was looking at a picture I took of my son, and it was a close-up of his face, but you could see a real cool reflection in his sunglasses. So I thought that would be a pretty cool prompt. Sunglass reflection. All right, remember, you can write one poem per prompt, mix and match the prompts, or... You can use all the lines in one prompt, in one poem, one poem, not prompt, one poem. All right, so there's, let's just get right on past that. <laughs> Next, let's go over your pick apart a prompt writing exercise. This exercise is to highlight that what you do with a prompt before you write to it is far more important than what you write to it. With that said, is this is definitely something that you should be doing before you write to any of the prompts that I just gave you. 
What this exercise does is it, is it helps us get away from the typical first knee-jerk direction that we're naturally pulled to when we hear something inspires us. Our brain has muscle memory just like anything else. So, you know, the things that we have the most input on are the things that our brain's going to recall the fastest. But it helps us get beyond, beyond, beyond those typical things, those normal things, the ordinary, the basic, and find this stuff hiding behind the fluff. So, again, before you start writing to any of those prompts that I gave you, what I would first like you to do is open to your journal to a clean page. Starting at the top of the page, I want you to write down the first prompt, which I believe it was my pound of flesh. So write down your first prompt. Next, I want you to sit and write at least six different poems you could write to that prompt. So instead of writing a poem, I want you to write ideas for different poems you could write to that one prompt. When you're done with that one, go on to number two, number three, number four, on down the line until you have at least six different poem ideas written for the 15 different prompts. You will not get to the bottom of this exercise without something grabbing a hold of you, something pretty dang amazing, and you're going to be off and running, and you're going to stop at the end, and you're going to be sweating and panting and, and just exhausted, and your knees are going to be bloody, and your hands are going to be scraped up. You're going to go, whoa, what just happened? Oh, Nyla was so right. I should have listened to her a long time ago and done this. Yes, you should have. So have fun with that. <laughs> All right, so... Six ideas for poems you could write to each of the different prompts. That is it. That is pick proud prompt writing exercise. Now is time for our writer's block is just an urban legend Mythbuster writing assignment. Now I am here to dispel that the myth of writer's block exists. It's a crutch. We don't need it. You know, I always say that the uh, writer's block is like the boogeyman. It can't get you if you don't believe in it. So think about this. I have a pen in my hand, and in my pen, I'm writing scribbly things that could be some alien handwriting, and there's a smiley face. Right now, I'm doing the act of writing. Even if it might be gibberish in an alien language, I'm still writing. So if I can pick up this pen and write something, then how can writer's block exist? It doesn't. What does exist is the expectations we put on ourselves when we sit down to write. That is not writer's block. Just because you can't think of a poem right now at this moment doesn't mean you have writer's block. Just write something. If you can't write what you want, write something else. Okay? Last week I gave you an assignment, and we are going to do a repeat of that assignment this week because it's such a long-term exercise or this 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 assignment that I want to give you time to really get started on it, all right? So this week, I want you to, I want you to take your page. We're going to be doing part one of a three-part assignment, and so that means, yes, this is not instant gratification, folks, but for the first part, I want you to, on your journal page, I want you to write extremely exaggerated, inflated, nonsensical things that you plan on doing this summer. 
all the things you're going to do this summer. And the more wild and unbelievable, the better. Larger than life, right? Make a list of everything incredible, amazingly, that all the outlandish things that you, you can and maybe can't even imagine yourself doing. All right? Just start writing down a list. The second part of this assignment is not coming till October. So I may be bringing this up a couple of different times to keep you working on it. But it has to be done at the beginning of summer. Because if you don't do it now, then how are you going to have plans for this summer? And you can't sit there and say what you plan on doing for the summer if it's August, can you? <laughs> so you need to do this now. You've got all summer ahead of you. Think about when you were a kid, you know, and, and – there is nothing out of bounds. Write them all down. All the things you're going to do this summer. All right? Now, the other part of this is going to come later. I will explain it to you when that happens. But because it is an ongoing project, keep in mind that even though you're doing that list now over the summer, if you think of something else, go add it to the list. All right? If you sit down to write and you can't think of something to write, go back and work on that list again. There's always something you can do with your pen. All right, that's it for your Mythbuster writing assignment. I want you to make sure that – I got my paper mixed up. I told you it was a crazy cat lady day. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and run through your uh, prompts again for you real quick. Remember, if you didn't get them, if you don't get them this time, you can grab them from the archive. I want to run through those and make sure that um, you have those. So number one, my pound of flesh. Two, playing hide and seek with myself. Three, entering my villain era. Four, skin and bones. Five, let's investigate this. Six, I gave you so many. Seven, as nightmare becomes reality, eight, talking faces, nine, nestled between the stars, 10, who they claim to be, 11, something to tell your AI, 12, things my middle finger taught me, 13, don't close the book, 14, might there be love, and my edition, sunglass reflection, and I want to thank all of you who threw ideas for prompts into the post this week. Thank you for those. And I hope you guys, you guys have fun with them. Remember, as food for our creative souls, we've been focusing on reading, reading, reading. If you're not reading more than you are writing, you're doing it backwards. You need to have input in order to have output. So make sure that you feed your brains. You are what you eat. And that applies to your brain as well. Our writer's discipline we are going out every single day and writing a haiku poem. American haiku form is what I've been promoting on this one. That's three lines, five, seven, five on the syllable count. Every day I want you to go out into the world and find something worth 17 syllables. And all you're rushing from point A to point B, pause, take a moment, look around you, and find your 17 syllables. Jot it down. If it's not enough syllables, when you get home, you can fix it. But the point is to get it down when you see it, when you hear it, when you smell it. Don't wait. Just write it down. Every single day, find your 17 syllables. Okay, that's it, you guys. That's it for this week's version of Inspiration from the Inkwell. If you would like to 
Let's see. I'm trying to talk while I'm having issues with my board, my own issues with the board. Okay, what I'm going to do now, we always start and end every episode with a audio track from one of you poets. So if you have something and you would like to have it played on the air, you can email those to me. Uh, it's at the, T-H-E, the speakeasy cafe at gmail.com, or you can send those to me on Facebook, mp 3 format i can i can just pull them off of uh facebook no matter what format they're in there but shoot them to me we'll get them uploaded to the show's library and we'll play them for the world the piece that i'm going to start this week with is called or this this yeah this week with eddie oliver this holding pattern and while i am playing this for you i'm going to get my shit together here behind the scenes and get this board working right so we can continue Here's Eddie Oliver with Holding Pattern. Do you mind if I put on some of that old-time Billie Holiday and just listen to that lady as she sings the blues? Like a sweet lullaby that soothes. I'm talking about my mental lady. Your mental lady. We good for getting into the mood of being gentle. And infringe upon your rights. Can I infringe upon your rights in the middle of the night by simply holding you? Can I place one hand on your breast and gently but passionately massage your chest? As I take the liberty to indulge and to digest in your sweet, smelling spirit. That I long to be near me. With that in mind, can I can I take my other hand and stretch it to the across your leg and thighs? I begin to explore new lands and take the liberty once again to indulge in you and digest in your sweet, smelly spirit. Be down and feel, baby. Absolutely no need for you to fear it. You see, tonight I have no plans. Hear me out, baby. I have no plans on having sex with you now. Instead, I was just wondering would it be too much or not enough trouble if I could just be your body protector? I'm talking about just being your bodyguard, girl, for one night and just, just simply hold you. Close my eyes and go to sleep right there next to you with you Wrapped in my loving arms ever so tight Like a ribbon wrapped around the gift As I go ahead and hold you baby deep off into the night You see I'm ever so curious to see that if I can make you feel love Without us both having to break a sweat and just make love not that I'm tired of having sex or anything pertaining to that madness. Why, baby, that's just so far from the truth. Instead, I was just, just trying to get into the practice. I'm talking about getting, getting lost into the art. I'm trying to perfect the craft. 
one of our first guests we ever had on the speakeasy. We used to start the uh, show with an open mic and end with an interview, and he was one of the first interviews we did way, way back in the day. It feels so weird being able to say that now, way back in the day, right? All right, you guys. You know what time it is now? Any of you have an idea? Anybody? Anybody? It is time for you, the poets. Mm -hmm. Right? This is what you can expect if you are on hold tonight. We do take callers in the order that calls the order that you call in, such as eight six zero. You are our first caller tonight. When I bring you, please introduce yourself. Even if I say hi and say your name, it's still important that you introduce yourself to everybody. You want to have your name attached to your work. You never want to send your work out there into the world without your name on it. And you want people to know who's reading. That's really important. So make sure you introduce yourself. Right now, you can do two normal poems or one long one. If the lines get any busier and I need to cut you back to just one, I'm sorry if it happens on your turn. I will let you know. Otherwise, you're good to go at reading two normal ones or one long one right now. I will keep you advised on this as we go along. When you are done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. It's really important that people know how to confine you so they can get to know you and your work better. Make sure that you know that you know how to do that. And then remember that we have mature rating. That means no bumping body parts, no tab A and a slot B. 
Other than that, you are good to go. I'm going to go ahead and give the lineup on our first three callers. You kind of have an idea of where you are. We have, as I said, 860, followed by 702, followed by 731. I do want to let area code 281 know that you are not in the lineup. So 281, if you want to read tonight, press one. That will let me know it's okay to unmute your line. If you're here just listening, really appreciate it. Thank you for being here. And if you change your mind at any time, area code 281, press one and we'll bring you on. Thank you for being here. All right, let's go ahead and grab 860. Hey. You are on the air. Hey, Jessica. Hey, uh, hey, Nyla, what's up? Not a whole lot. Excited to be here. Yeah, I've, uh, me too. I, um, I've written anything since last week except a haiku. So I'm here with a poem from my last, my last book. Also. Okay. Okay. Here's the haiku. Um, winds, grace, grassy fields, breezy wheat below blue skies. Gently caresses and both. I love that one. Now, have you still been trying to do those daily, like we talk about? Yes, I haven't really been that successful with that. I'm I'm going to continue to try. I'll, I'll commit to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like I said, most of us when we like if we say we're going to do something every day and we miss a day. We give that to ourselves as an excuse not to keep going. But I don't give you guys that excuse. You don't get to give yourselves that excuse. If you miss a day, guess what? Life happens. Pick up and keep going. Write a haiku the following day. It's getting in the creative habit, that daily discipline. You have to have discipline as a writer if you're going to grow. So even though you come on, what's that? I said I really need to because I really need to write more, and lately I've just been stagnant, you know? It sucks. <laughs> well, helps so much. Okay. And I just want to tell you that I'm really proud of you for doing this. And, you know, you come on and say, oh, I, I missed today, but I'm going to keep, you know, I'm very proud of you for doing that because it's exactly what you should do. You should allow yourself your humanity and just do what you need to do. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh, This is called It's from my book Out of the Chasm It's called Deliverance Your disaster is simply a bruise Meant to overcome what is mine My emptiness mirrors your shallowness The sallow eyes of a shadow In the midst of a cacophony of being you As I back up an intentional release Relief consumes me with each step As anxiety abates with each footstep in my rear view. I wish I could have seen clearer at the beginning, yet I knew years ago and felt helpless. Oh, how your words cut my spirit. A shred of self left me each day. Like how I left you in the maze of your making, replying with a tear dripping down to my feet, as solitary dreams will repeat themselves finally in your head instead of mine. Deliverance is bittersweet, yet welcome. And poem. That was amazing. You know, the whole, the visual when I, I got when you were you said, um, you know, a, a tear dripping all the way to the ground, something like all the, all the way to your feet. Yeah. I think it was something like that. 
it made me think about those big-eyed kids or those pictures of the puppies they would have, you know, with that big tear, <laughs> yeah. and they had great big, huge eyes. I saw a TV show yeah. on that where it was a big-eyed kid, dolls or girls or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It made me, picture, made me picture you sitting there like that with this big head and these huge eyes and this giant tear, and it just made me want to come up and pinch your cheeks and love you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But you know how I talk about when I, I'm talking earlier during the workshop, I talk about how um, you to do the, the exercise where you look further into your prompts, get past that knee-jerk reaction, all that stuff. You know, the inspira- you hear something that inspires you and immediately you jump to a image in your brain. I want all, I'm asking all of you this question because this is a perfect example, I hope, of what I talk about when you hear something that inspires you or you hear something and it catches your attention, how your brain will automatically get pulled to something. So as soon as she said the title deliverance, how many of you heard a banjo playing? (laughs) Uh, Seriously, how many of you instantly thought of that banjo playing? That's what I talk about when you hear something and you have a knee-jerk reaction that pulls you immediately into something and because it pulls you so fast and so familiar, you think it's inspiring you and you sit down and write a poem, but we all thought deliverance, right? So we all were going to be writing a poem like that and we end up writing the basic poem to something that inspires us because it's so familiar to us and we don't want to do that. We want to get past all that and find the things that are uniquely ours. And I love that you that, that just segued right into this great little bit of affirmation that I'm right, and you should do what I say. Thank you. <laughs> That's where I was going with that. <laughs> I, I was right. You should do what I say. Okay. Um, right, right? <laughs> other people waiting in line to read. Um, I will just say that my Facebook is Jessica Brooke Poetry. Jessica Brooke has an E. Um YouTube is Jessica Burke Poetry, S Poetry, Jessica Burke Poetry, and you can find my poem, my books on Amazon. The only two available right now are um, Even Poetry Gets the Blues and Out of the Chasm, both under the pen name Jessica Brooke. I'm done. Thank you, Nyla, yet again, letting me, well, giving us all this platform, and I had a nice time tonight. I thought about not calling I appreciate you. Well, you know, I will not come bang your door down if you miss a week, but I may stand outside and give you dirty looks from the roadside, just so you know. It was, <laughs> it was just because I hadn't written really anything, you know, So, but I decided to journal too. Honey, do you realize how much stuff you've written in your life? Yeah. And how long I've known you? So there is absolutely no chance in hell that I have heard every single thing you've ever written, nor has anyone else here, and nor has the person who just tuned in tonight, even if it was a poem you read last week. So that can never be an excuse. And I don't care because Jimmy has poems. Jimmy Ray Davis has poems I've been listening to for over 16 years, and they're my favorites, and I love him every time he reads them, Wildwood. I mean, that's my baby. So it's okay. We love you. We love your writing. You can read whatever you want, whenever you want, and it doesn't have to be something new because we have no idea. Okay, cool. There, I'm, I'm done again. <laughs> I'm done again, too. So good night, everyone. Good, good night, night, baby. Love you dearly. Thank you. <laughs> She's so incredible. I have so much respect for her.
All right. Our next caller, speaking of, dun, 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 Mr. Jimmy Ray, you are on the air. Hey, Nyla, Jimmy Ray Davis, word machinist in the house. I am absolutely 100% delighted to be here. Uh, I am having a bit of an issue. I am delighted to have you here. What do you have? What's, what issue? What? Uh, I've got something in my eye. Is it your finger? Yeah, trying to dig whatever's in there out. Um, I told you you needed to start writing your poems in Braille, silly man. Oh, you are just on it tonight, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I, you know, uh, I'm, I am. I, I'm real. I have not been sleeping well. You, you know, part of what's going on right with me right now. But I have not been sleeping well, and so, you know, I just, I really feel like I am three quarters of a bubble off the last two days. And so you guys just get to have fun with me and my messy tonight. I'm telling you. Well, that's so, that's, we love it. I, I hope so. <laughs> this is what you get. So I, I, <laughs> so I sent you my uh, poems uh, tonight. I, I hope you got them. You can read along. And, um, I, was, I want to give a quick shout-out to a couple friends that are tuning in tonight to listen in, first-time listeners and maybe sometime callers down the line. Kieran P. Baird from Scotland. That's my buddy right there. He's a wonderful poet, great friend, and I'm going to get – we'll get him on here one of these times. And Sunshine and Shadows, another wonderful poet who I just did a voice uh, work for her piece that was absolutely incredible. Um and also, I'm hoping uh, I have another friend from TikTok, Soul Fire Sentiments, one of the best spoken word artists that I've heard. Hopefully, that happens. They were they were on last week, I think. Soul Fire. Yeah, yeah. She listened in, and then tonight she was talking about possibly calling in, but I haven't heard anything yet. So, anyway. Um, no, she. As she called in last week, though, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah, she did. I'm sure she did. I wouldn't remember that because I called her Miss Soulfire. Trying to remember. I'm sure well, if she calls in, she'll she'll set me straight. But because I remember thanking her for bringing you, you know, being so thankful that you brought her to us. Yeah, she did. She oh, called in towards the end of the show last night, last week. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't on, so I didn't know. And I, the way the message I got from her sounded like she hadn't. But anyway, moving right along, uh, to, to keep up with the tradition, I have brought you uh, not only two brand new pieces, unposted, uh, but a new Wildwood piece, which I know you're very excited. I'm so excited. I am. I am. So we're going to start I'm out 20. with this one. This one is... This well, I'll do the Wildwood piece second. This one is called Broken Two, not broke into, but broken two also. And I have to specify that because it doesn't play on words, and both phrases are used within the poem. So this is Broken Two. If I die before my time, will you read my last rhyme? If I quit before my time. No words to say. I'll find the way. And I'll never have to write again. If you leave when night is black, is there any chance you'll come back? 
But if you leave and don't come back, wandering alone, cold to the bone, I'll never have to wait again. If I ever write this book, will you ever take a look? And if I don't write this book, it's been a good run. I had some fun. If my heart is broken too, will you help me find some glue? If your heart is broken too, we'll walk hand in hand on forgotten sand and we'll never have to love again. End poem. Wow. The inside out and upside down of it. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a somber piece. I do try to... Uh, you know, there are times, and I know you're right there with me now, that we've been writing so long, you almost feel like, okay, what have I not written, or what style, or what, you know, and, and you feel like you've almost written at least one example of every every type of thing out there, but try to challenge myself. That was a, a little bit of a somber piece. I wouldn't necessarily call it dark, but uh, just stretching the boundaries a little. Now, I don't want to keep you whole, uh, waiting too much longer, but um, you do know who's revisiting Wildwood this time, right? Um, let me use my psychic powers. Humana, humana, Debbie. <laughs> well, you only have three left, so, um, no, four. Who are the three? So, well, there, well, there's three, there's Debbie, and then there's also, uh, we still have to deal with the Butcher Brothers, Butcher Boys, and, uh, old German Helga. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll find out if she's still kicking. And, um, the nameless, mysterious, possibly very evil man the end what about what about that spirit wild chick oh yeah i i don't know if she's going to make the trip back there was some legal allegations with that something something about it was a name that a real life poet used and i got a letter in the mail like i'm not sure if you can do this so i have to work that out well i'm I'm gonna try i think that i i think that your future might depend on it (laughs) (laughs) well Yes, she will be. She may be the last one coming back, but she will be coming back. Um, anyway, Debbie. So, Debbie was the crack whore in number four, right? And um, mm-hmm. and when I was writing this piece, I, I thought that would be the obvious title, but somehow Debbie the crack whore just, uh, you know, not everybody who sees the title of your poem knows it's part of a series. And I thought, well, so I call this Debbie for sure. And you'll see why. Um, bear with me. I am. This is a first-person poem. I do not have a woman's voice, not even close. So I will try to voice Debbie the best I can. And most for everybody, but mostly for you, Nyla. This is Debbie, for sure. Hi, my name is Debbie. For sure, for sure. They used to call me Debbie the Crack Whore. Motherfuckers, they want lying though. I did what I did, and I don't give one goddamn about what none of them think. Favorite color is pink. Yeah, I was a girly girl, but you want to judge? Bedded by my own daddy? Beaten every day until I ran away at 15? Oh, yeah, I guess I should have ought to went on the collegiate path right down Primrose Lane. Y'all insane. I did what I had to do, and I survived, damn it. Prostitution? Drugs? Fucking A-right? Well, good night, Irene, huh? Shit. 
I regret nothing, none of it. I ain't no Marianne or Barbie doll, and there definitely ain't no fucking Ken. But I got the same heart as when I played with them. Ended up at this shitty motel. Endless hell of weird fuckers and out-of-luckers. Couldn't stand it. Every one of them looked at me like I was a piece of shit. Except for one guy I invited in for pie. A sweet, misunderstood man named Cigar Stan. I could fake my ass off, but all those bitches could see was a lost whore. Hatred of misery. Not Stan, though. He was sweet. Ate his pie and never made a move. As my shakes began to worsen, he just talked to me like a normal person. I kind of wanted him to kiss me after a couple of hours. He didn't take the bait when I got in the shower. Just sat eating his pie. Sweet man. Decent guy. I had a real wacko dream last night. Some creepy clown lurking around that old place. I have to go back to the Wildwood Motel. Maybe I'll see Stan. I think that would be swell. Temple. Oh, my God. You just have to keep writing. I want you to get them all done tonight and then call me. I don't care. Three o'clock in the morning. Doesn't matter. You got your own special ring on my phone, and I want to hear more. I cannot wait. This is like when, when Lord of the Rings came out, right? And it oh, ended geez. where it did, and it was the worst place in the world. And it's like, what in the hell if I get hit by a bus tomorrow? I made the kids <laughs> promise me that if that happened, they would take my ashes and I don't even want to be cremated, but somehow take a finger, I don't care, and take me to every single movie following that until they were done because I did not want to miss them. And that's just like it with these poems. I am so anxious to hear where these are going. You are doing a fantastic, fantastic job on this. Seriously, I'm like on the edge of my seat. You have no idea. Well, you might. This Wild was my favorite poem, so. A little bit. But I, yeah, I, you know what, um, and, and, de- and, of course, I, you know, obviously getting into character, um, Wildwood gave us little tiny pieces of the character, very little bits. Uh, so I'm trying to, exem- you know, exem- exemplify that a little bit and, and amplify more about them, um, but also working up the mystery to, to what's going to finally happen when they get there. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And they will now all we begin have... to seek easy treatment. Go ahead. We have a couple of poets who do really, really good with character creation. I think, you know, probably the two that really, really have kind of sunk themselves into that that avenue of writing, I guess is the way to put it, is you and Andrew Scott. You know, both of you have very, very strong storytelling you know, very strong characters, very strong people in your poems. And, you know, it's just, it's incredible to me, you know, to be able to do that and make up somebody. And, you know, I mean, this is just, it's so intriguing following these poems with you. So when you get done with them, when you get done with the whole series, I would really love to maybe do a workshop with you and talk about that process, um, you know, what it was like to write that first poem. I mean, heck, you've had that poem. You wrote it, you know, maybe a year or two after I first met you. What year did you yeah. write that? Uh, 2006. I met you in 2001, I think, or two, one, somewhere in there. Anyway, 
you know, it sat there for a long time, and it's still growing all these years later. You know, it's still an ongoing process, so it's taken you a while to do this, to get to this point, but it's absolutely a phenomenal project. I'm very impressed by it. I think that would kind of make a neat workshop talking about how the character is developed, how do you, you know, all of that. I think that it would be really fun and cool to do that with you. Yeah, absolutely, and I, you know, get things rolling here. But I, I will say really, really quick that one, one of the really cool things about it, and I think it makes it, uh, there's a chance that things can get a little disjointed. But I do not have an outline. And none of these stories, uh, Abattoir, Wildwood, Skinner, everything that's ongoing, um, Sideshow Sheila. I don't have any outline. I have no idea where they're going to end up, and so they're kind of unfolding as I write, which is really cool. But it's also a challenge. Um, and, and really, the goal for me with characters and characterization is to make the character feel real. And part of the way I mm, you do. do that, in a character, I literally No, I'm not going to let you say that. No, 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 no. I'm not going to let you talk about that right now because that needs to be in the workshop. Because okay. that's, like, that's well, like the secret ingredient right there, what you're going to say. So you don't get to tell us that right now. I mean, okay. why buy well, the cow if you can have the milk for free, right? Right, right, eventually. Just don't let the milk spoil. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So we will do. We will do that. Just we'll set that up. And um, so that's uh, the show must go on. Jimmy Ray Davis, uh, Word Machinist on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry on Facebook. And I am reworking and trying to really build up my YouTube page. I have to do all my videos. I have to redo them all to fit the aspect ratio. So I'm in the midst of doing that. When that gets to where I feel it's up and running enough, I'll start leaving that link as well. Nala, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I love you. You, I love you too, and you're very welcome. Great job tonight, sweetheart. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. All right, Mr. Jimmy Ray Davis. Our next caller comes from area code oh, 731 from the land of fireflies. Hello, calling from the Deep South. This is Michael Todd. <laughs> Hi, Michael. How are you? Standing as always, Miss. <clears throat> Thanks for dropping something in my lap today. I didn't have any idea what I was going to do this evening, but now with uh, this being Memorial Day weekend, the theme, the theme for me will be liberty, 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 um, liberty, liberty. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the guy that does that commercial, I watch him on the Bold and Beautiful every day. <laughs> Seriously. Sometimes I look at him and I think, I don't really know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote neither of these. I didn't write a single word on either one. of them. The first one is a Poets Roundtable, number 144. Uh, for the newer people that don't really know what went on, I had a poetry writing group session setting uh, whereby we had people on staff. We would call them captains. And from week to week, a different person would come up with a topic. It would come up with the physical properties of a poem. Did it rhyme? Did it not? It, basically, each stanza had to be framed the same. Uh, we And each captain would call upon several different people to write the next stanza. I would say we did we did 300 of these consecutively on a Friday. It's the, it was the longest-running poetry group session like that of its site on the Internet. 
and will always be the longest because we didn't miss one almost six years. About halfway through, um, came up with this idea, shared it with Laney. She wrote the first stanza, uh, gave it back to me. Then I went to the next and the next and the next writers. Cool thing about this is the the writers that came in succession afterward had no idea who they were writing with. Hell, they could have been writing with the person they hated most in this world. You know, we didn't try to do that to people with a practical joke. Uh, and we, and sometimes we'd put people together that were actually friends, and they would flip out at the end going, my gosh, we wrote together. Yes, you did. Uh, this one, after Laney, the second writer was Spirit Wild, whom Jimmy Ray just mentioned. That is actually Nyla Alicia, who I'm speaking with now. The third writer was David the second. He had so damn many names on my space. It's Dave Schrader or Dave Raider, okay? And the closing was uh, Carter Todd, my son. People say, well, that's nepotism. The hell it was. Out of 300 of them, he closed about 60. And the reason was sometimes we'd have three or four stanzas going three or four different directions, and the uh, captains would be going, Carter, help. And he would somehow manage to tie them all together. Kind of, kind of brilliant how he did that. It was a skill. Anyway, first one, Poets Roundtable, number 144. Where have all the flowers gone? And you'll notice the first line in each is life, love, liberty, and then alone. So, where have all the flowers gone? Life. So exaggerated at times, nothing to be believed is seen, tired faces nodding above perfect gray suits and painful ties, hovering on morning's horizon with a past color's future routine. Humanity are all dreamers, young at any cost, living in disguise. Nomads trudging on, no room to breathe or retreat behind a silk screen, drawing down power sadly forged by the soot every day provides. Love, stoic puppet master, dances faceless in shallow marionettes. Department store lovers, name brand labels, trying each other on for size. Perfect breasts in a size two dress, substances traded for plastic nymphs. Silver dollar eyes and widespread thighs wrap around what his money buys. While wiser faces and faded photos weep for an archaic love the world forgets. Catalyzed by bra-burning Barbie and working late again Ken, living perfect lives. Liberty, shaded quiet forest glen. Showy lady slipper grows wild and free. Fragile orchid blossom petals bend with selfish fingers pluck pale pretty. Tulips kissed by two lips pursed, spreading glory's story in a vast marquee. Plowed under pavement first, their message cursed to stark, enduring pity. Myriad choices freedom brings, even to trample beauty with insane debris. It's hubris sown from petty kings. Only God now sees flowers under the city. Alone as usual, even in a crowd, I consider the dreams and goals I've known. So many things I wish I'd done, roads not traveled, haunt my waking dreams. Fear paralyzed my youthful years and left dry and dead the seeds I've sown. Where did the precious time all go that I held as I planned life schemes? Long for loves and victories I might win have passed my chances flown. 
unopened balloons aborted, sacrificed on the altar of hesitation. So it seems. In Paul. That's incredible. I had so much fun. I don't know how many of those I actually did with you. I know I did a few, um, but it was so much fun. And it was always fun at the end finding out who you had written with, like you mentioned earlier. But I totally, I was going through, I don't even know where, I, I've been going through an old hard drive, and I ran across this today when I sent it to you. I forgot ever writing this. I have no, I have no record of it. There's nothing on my computer on any of my, I, I totally absolutely forgot that I wrote this. It was so cool finding it today. Well, you just did magnificent. Awesome. It's not I, even awesome. I'd have sent it back. I'd have sent it back and said, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's more on there. <laughs> but, yeah, it was like finding a treasure. I mean, this, this, and I love these people. You know, what, what an amazing, this was just cool. You, you were like, I told you this before, you know, you're like the Pied Piper of poets. You, know, you have a perfect way of gathering people around you and pairing them together. You know, by, I mean, you listen to people, you know them, you see them, you're not superficial at all. You know, I think that was one of the things that made your pairings and stuff like this so good. Because you knew instinctively who needed to go together to write you know, and sometimes it might be complete, you know, one person, you know, you pair a couple and they might be completely wrong for the next one, you know, so you didn't always pair the same people. You paired them to the topics. I mean, you were, you were like the master maestro. Thanks. Thanks. And I think I've got to count up how many people were involved in this. I've just, I've never done it and it'll take days, but it was pro it was between five and seven hundred people participated. A lot of mm-hmm. people told me that's the first poem they'd ever written on. And they got into it after that. So that was always fun. That was always fun. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Hey you, Mr. Insurance well, Agent, you wanna do this with us? <laughs> I like that. Um the next poem is written by Melissa Studdard. Melissa Studdard, who I Dearly, dearly love. She's introduced me to a lot of my friends. She's down in Texas. And uh, she wrote a poem a few years back, and he called it Bell. Bell by Melissa Studdard. When I try to play it, the country rings cracked, and I must carry my liberty sideways or upside down like a stuffed rabbit carried by the ear or foot. Rabbit that was loved and loved until patches of him rubbed away, and where there was once auburn fur remained only the memory of fur, dull and mottled. Yet I sing anyway, dragging my liberty behind me, making a pallet for it with my friends. We haul it into museums and parks and carry it over iced bridges. Oh, the danger of ice bridges, the danger of museums and parks. Mother calls us home at dusk, but the dusk is nothing to fear, because the truth is, the rabbit was never alive anyway. Only when I animated it, which I'm doing now with this poem, this poem, which is my rabbit, this poem, which is liberty. In peace. Wow. That was incredible. I absolutely love the visual of where she's talking about, you know, the patches loved away 
you know, down to the, and you just, you think about that. That's a pretty impactful way to present that. It, it provokes emotion. It provokes, it was just, that was, that was incredible. Kudos to her. Yeah, she's quite the visionary. I think that was amazing. Okay. Yeah. Even though I didn't share any words on the two poems I wrote, y'all still come to my blogs. Like, well, I wrote, I write lots of stuff. <laughs> uh, I'll be at miketod.blogspot.com. That's M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D. And uh, looking forward to hearing everybody else tonight. And now it's time for me to step aside and make room for the real poets. Good night, Nyla. <laughs> you are very welcome. Good night to you. And I posted that on that poem on um, my Facebook page, by the way. Right. So I I can't tag you. You don't have to. I'll just go. Well, let me tag you. Yeah. But I put it up there. So if you want, I don't know if you want to say anything to the other writers in there so that they can see it. That would be great. All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you being here. You did a great job tonight. Thanks, Kelly. (laughs) Bye, sweetheart. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers so you know where you are. We have area code 832. Where did 850 go? Okay, so it looks like I always write everything down because electronics, I don't trust them. They're not conspiracy theory. It's just I know what hiccups are. So our next caller is actually 850 followed by... 832, and then 216, if Mama's still there, she is. So somehow you guys got out of order on the board, but you're in order on my paper. So I'm going by my paper because that's the order that you called in. So our next caller is 850. 850, you are on the air. Hey, Nala, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Welcome home. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, my my call has dropped twice, and I've called back in. So, uh, yeah, I got you. I got you. I'm, That's why I write things down, and you know, yeah. I got your backs. I appreciate it. I'm sitting out in the middle of the yard now. Maybe I'll hold signal long enough. But uh, how is uh, oh, uh, you doing all right today? What's that? All right today. I, you're cutting out, baby. Could be me, too. Oh, his call dropped. All right. We're going to watch poor Rich. All right. Let's go ahead and bring on Soldier Blue, and then we will grab Rich as soon as he gets called back in. So let's get 832. Where did Soldier Blue go? There he is. Okay. 832, you are on the air. This is going to be fun tonight. Hi, Mr. Blue Blue, my darling kitty kitty two shoe. Yeah, yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Well, I didn't actually like uh, anything new, and I have one, but I'm I'm not really sure if I want to read it or not. And um. It's just a 
I don't know, man. I'm kind of halfway on either or. I don't know. I I, I think I'm. I don't know. I, I'm still kind of like, like torn on that piece. I'm not really. Uh, I don't really want to do that one. Um, yeah, I really don't have anything. Yeah, I'm gonna do this one. I, it's just it's just one that comes popped up to us, and we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. Ghost songs of the hollow hummingbird. Ghost songs of the hollow hummingbird. Wrapped images of the blue blossoming loom. What stories are being told? Canvas touch, ragged burlap. The paint still flows as easily as before. Eighth Oka. Singed distance embers for watering eyes. Nishta. Sacred smoke will bridge the gap, bringing in close of what is ancient old. Where he bones beneath the flowering moon, blades of bent notes, there is the hum of movement, the soft build of sound, hollow sounds of melody edge towards the moon, hanging just above midnight, oh, oh. Ghost songs of the rainbow shades of a hollow hummingbird. Ikhawases. Bruchniks. Scented lights, the life of a dying sun, scattered beasts. Solar shafts weakened by the cold of days, home. Stitched back to one place of being. Vines, flowers, stamens, wooded bark. Of deciduous trees, kinha, bark, skin, only a question of discernment. Oh, yeah. Who's asking the question? Pretty soft come the rhythms, bones of ancient, ageless melody. Oh, the ghost songs of the hollow hummingbird. Dissident breezes defy the altitudes, attitudes, color swaps, liquid pure of flashing winds, the slash and whip of storms and those who abide among them. Boreal forest, gake, gedake, crows, stocked shadow lands, finding forgotten trinkets and Swaths, swatches, pieces of ceremony, ghost songs that the hollow ones misplaced in their haste to paint brush the bowls of giant behemoths, then of the forest lands whose memory are now their roots. Those needed song sets of ambient apparitional aberration aboriginal survival yes the ghost songs from the smoke lands of the hollow hummingbirds mist covers everything in crystalline beadwork breath entrails from earth in the days of wonder petroglyphs carved facets of stone cliff face and standing stone the grace of beings besides the human 
layers of knowledge, clay strata of thinking from which spring the seeds of life still dreaming. What do you do besides trying to kill it? Because it doesn't fit in your paint-by-numbers scheme. Bones were here lifted to the kiss of the night, the lyrics unyielding of the morning star. What's it, old Burnt beings that continue to rise from their ashes, and the quotes of gray steaming gathering once more from the singing rains, bones bent to prostrate angles, north wind, fossil, that's it. The rushing sounds of the ancient south, I got the archaic vowels only because others have been chosen. Flight of the bumblebee, yellow rump, some people say. Those who seek water, life beyond the womb of the sky, closer to the loam, closer to the decaying sands, a hum makes itself known. Che pisa tronca. Dragonflies, hummingbirds, and ghost songs they sing. Mm. Ghost songs of the hollow hummingbirds. Stone caves, curved tomes, hillside caverns, weathered tree stumps, logs too stubborn to fall. Swelling notes, the hollowing, howling sting of hailstones, bass. Deprivation, the notes are never ending, quelling for a moment when another little one journeys to their ancestors. Beneath the sunrise that never dies, me is bon message. My seed, I will more strong, shorts, patterns of the harvest path. Caverns where laid to rest are the quilted glitters of stardust, scattering seeds, jewels, flowers of healing, medicinal wonders, and streaks of vermilion. Struck cross between purples and blues. Mohaj would say, Igakuk. There you will find them. There you will hear them. From within the stillness of yourself, the ghost songs of the hollow hummingbirds. We are the ghost road born, and we follow no man made rules, no fallible rules of domain or structure. We follow the sound songs of the ghost songs of the hollow hummingbirds. And palm. And peace. <laughs> that was phenomenal, Soldier Blue. You know, there was a line in there that really stuck out to me. I think, I mean, they all do, but every once in a while, we hear something, you know, we'll, be, we'll listen to something, but we hear something that's our language that really hits us hard. And it was a line in there that you said something about it doesn't fit your paint-by-numbers scheme. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and it's like I feel that way sometimes in this world. You know, when you, you, you think about them walking around and they've got this paint-by-number set and they want everyone to paint the same picture and you have to use the same colors and it has to be done just so. I mean, it's like seven of nine trying to assimilate us, you know, the Borg or whatever that was during that show that I, I'm not a nerd and watched. Um <laughs> You know, but it's it's like how sad would the world be if we were like sure. that? And and when you read that, it just it made me think about you as a friend, as a human being, as an artist, as somebody I love, admire, and respect. And and I'm sitting there thinking to myself while you're reading. You know, I love the fact I love the fact that your eyeball is on your elbow. You know, and that your mouth is on your shin, and your feet are on top of your head like hair. You know, I love that you are not a paint by number and who you are, and it just really it made me smile. I'm I'm so proud to be your friend. I'm so proud to be able to share you with the world. <laughs> I um I need to talk to you about that other piece sometime, just because I need your I need your input on what you think, okay. if you don't mind. Seriously, I, it's a it's a it is a very hardcore piece, but I I need and I'm not afraid in terms of you know because you know I mean I I hit those those hard notes anyway with a lot of my work, but I still for this particular piece and you'll understand when I when cause I'll I'll read you some of it if you like, uh, but I need to hear what you think of I think of of it. Um, before I actually give it like a first uh, unveiling. You know, I'm going to be spending three weeks solo camping, primitive camping, like on on the show alone out in the middle of the Utah desert for three weeks all by myself. The good thing about being out there, even though I'm in the middle of bumfucking you got a pretty mouth, is that it's all flat, it's all open, and I do have cell service. So I can't multitask a lot out there in the evenings. So it would yeah. be a really, really good time to call, and we can just sit around the campfire, and you can tell me what you're reading, and I'll read it. You can read it, and it, I mean, you have undivided attention because you don't get that when I'm home. I know. Well, you know, but I'm just saying, I, I like to, I, and I mean, I mean I'm, I'm being very serious about this. I really need to hear what you think about it. Okay. Well, I will make sure that I. Um, after the show today, I'll make sure that I'll put, I, I'm sure you have it, but I'll make sure you have my number. I'll, I'll text it over to you again, okay? Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, Miss Nyla. But I, I appreciate that, You're too. You're welcome. Because I, 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 you know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't fit in anybody's box. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I never have. And I just, I, it, it, you know, they, they try to, they, they, that's one of the reasons why, you know, my, my parents and I parted ways early on because, I was not. I I couldn't follow through with their little their little whatevers, and I just didn't. I couldn't fit. You know, I I didn't have it in me to to knuckle under to anything. I just I couldn't do it. It's like trying to put five pounds of oatmeal in a sixteen ounce can. It's not happening. <laughs> not not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but. As a last note, and I'll, I will leave it at this. I, uh, I, my birthday was yesterday, and I, I bought myself. Oh, 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 five, oh, oh! Five, wait, are five you ready? New, five new, five new books. So I am fortified. 
<laughs> yes, I I'm totally ready. forgot. I'm so glad you reminded me because I would have cried. You ready? All right, baby. Happy I birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, my beloved Soldier Blue. Ooh, happy birthday to you. Love you, honey. My brother, Love my you brother. Too, Miss Nyla. Yeah, I bought, I bought five new books, so I am I have I have a lots of things to work with now. In uh, in new thoughts. I actually, that's how I think of books. They're they're new thoughts to me. You know what I'm saying? They they always bring new thoughts to my mind. Awesome. Well, I'm glad. I can't wait to see what comes out of it. I love that you're reading, reading, reading more than you're writing and input for output and look at the amazing stuff it creates and I love you and you're amazing. Thank you. I'm done. Thank you, my sister. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. I'll call you sooner. I'll, I'll let you know when I leave and, and when I get out okay. there and get my camp set up, and, and we'll sit at the campfire together, all right? Yes, you will. Okay, thank you. You're uh, welcome. I really we'll talk to... to you soon. Okay. It will happen, I promise. Okay. All right. I really need it. I know. We will do it, I promise. Pinky okay. swear. Okay. okay. All right, guys. Our next caller comes from area code. Do we have him? There we go. 850. Rich, are you back with us? Yeah, do you hear me now? I can hear you now, yes. All right. Well, I got on the tractor and rode up the top of the hill where I can get signal. <laughs> Yeah, that is good. I wish that I had like a best of, you know, be able to come on these shows and pull like the best of clips. You know, that would be in there. I got on my tractor and rode up to the top of the hill so I could call into the show. (laughs) I sent you. I I sent you a video. I sent you a video of a little bit of the ride. Okay, uh, please. Yes. Yeah, I sent it to you, but uh. Anyway, uh, sorry for the frustration. I appreciate you hanging with me. Uh, I got a couple of speed bumps here. Let's see. Oh, I didn't get to call in last week. I actually had a handful to pick through. But oh, uh, well, before we even start, yours are always little itty yeah. bitty. So you yeah. can read three tonight. All right, because yeah, you well, can read three tonight because okay. yours are tiny. Uh-huh. They all fit on yeah, a bar just, napkin. Yes, they they do fit on a bar napkin. Uh, all right. I've been finding myself rhyming a lot more here lately. So, oh, uh, this one, da, 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 da. I don't remember what I called this one, but it didn't. I'm reading, I'm reading off of my uh, the images I make for Instagram. I guess I could read it off of uh, Poetizer, but anyway. Oh, I had I was actually going to read one from one of my books, and I drove off and left the book. So we're we're just winging <laughs> winging it like this. But uh, cold is the ground and object of my rage. Love lies out of sound with fallen tears of age. Words on the wind, yellow pages soaked through timid amalgamations with what life makes me do. Old phases and new moons and whiskey blues fills my jar. Ghosts of heartache and I commune until morning kidnaps my star. In peace. 
Wow. I absolutely love that. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. You're very welcome. Let's see. Oh, let's see. Da, 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 da. I don't remember what. I don't remember the name of this one either. But anyway, uh, I ride a dream through the garden where love merges merges the air. A burn so wild like the fire in your hair. You sing to me of flowers, moonlight on glass, moonlight on grass. Midnight serenades in a language of broken glass. A fantasy of escape from empty halls of shame where the whiskey stains my laughter and regret never forgets my name. In peace. Wow. That was incredible as well. Thank you, I'm glad I asked the three. Well, okay. Well, I'll read you the one from this morning. Been through... uh, been through a couple of edits and I think I'm just going to, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to leave it like this. Oh, this one is called heartache recital. There's no method to the madness where I come from life cascades from waterfall days to sinkhole nights. And I'm just another nocturnal animal on a midnight run through the asylum stitched in confusion, like a butterfly in the dark. Poetry ministers flaws in my blood as shattered dreams punish me for what wasn't said. But still the moon, she shines on this heartache recital, reminding me that it's never too late when you're in league with the broken. In peace. Wow. You know what? I think that's probably one of my favorites of yours. Thank you, ma'am. I really love that one. Thank you. Can you shoot that one over to me in a message so I can read it again? Yeah, I absolutely can. Yes. Very cool. Yes, and I heard yes. a little bird told me that you were an amazing, amazing member of our community and did your homework and you actually won a prize drawing and your prize finally arrived. <laughs> well, the prize has been here a while if I haven't been here. But yes, it was here <laughs> and uh, it is awesome. And uh when I realized you had so, more napkins on it, that just made that just made my year. <laughs> you know, I did when Jimmy won. I had to do one special for Jimmy. Noreen has won, and then I made a real special one for Noreen. And in fact, I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever saw the video of her. She did a, and I should have had you do that the unboxing video. And I think from now on, that's going to be a requirement. You have to do an unboxing video. Uh, but Noreen did one, and absolutely shattered my heart. I'll have to post that and I'll tag you in it on my page so you can see Noreen opening hers. But was it worth, in your opinion, as a prize winner, was it worth doing your contributions to the contest in order to win your prize? Was was it worth it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. So what would you tell people who are sitting there saying, I'm not going to bother doing what Nyla tells me to do? What would you say to them? Uh, well, I would, encourage, I would encourage them to try because, one, the prompts are awesome, and it's good exercise. And, uh, hell, if I can do it, anybody can do it. God damn. Yeah, if I can yeah. do it, any of them can do it. So, <laughs> You're much um, nicer about it because right now I'm just picturing you – 
sashaying across your room, holding your cup, flipping your hair, saying, just like pretty woman, <laughs> saying, big mistake, huge. That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> big mistake, huge. You guys should have entered. <laughs> Uh, Sweetheart, I am so glad you're back home. I hope you get some good time to relax and ride around on the tractor and and well, well, I've been uh, we're on 55 acres here, and about 30 of it is uh, Bermuda grass, between centipede and Bermuda grass, and I have to I have to cut it all on my time off, and uh, so. I started this morning, you're, so I've got. You're in I've Florida, got a few days right? To go. No, ma'am. I'm in Alabama. I'm in North Alabama, uh, north of Birmingham. Oh, I went to a family reunion mm-hmm. there with a friend in Birmingham, and Great Grandma Willie taught mm-hmm. me how to make chess pie, which I guess is a southern thing. It was so good. Oh, I loved Birmingham, mm-hmm. and there were wild boars that I heard at night, and there was a tornado that went through, and it smelled so good, and there were lightning bugs. Oh yeah, yeah. We have we have. T- I'm seeing three or four right now, and uh, uh, yeah, this is Tornado Alley. They get a lot of tornadoes. We get a lot of tornadoes uh-huh. here, and uh, oh, some I don't remember. I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to connect last week, but I think the week before, you had somebody from the 205 area code call. Oh, uh, I swear! I swear it was. From the two o five, that's that's here. I still have my Florida number, so my eight five zero area code is still from my Florida number. Uh, huh. Two o five. I don't see two o five, but that doesn't mean anything. Maybe I was maybe of I was course. trying to hear it, but I was, I, I swore I heard you say two o five. Or it could have been two oh something, and I said two oh five because I'm so dyslexic yeah. with numbers. Well, I don't know. All right, right, my darling, great job. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. Well, y'all, uh, y'all have a good evening. Happy birthday, Soldier Blue. Oh, happy birthday to him. And uh, I finally, finally found Mr. Todd's. Uh, blog with all his poetry on it. I have missed I have been misspelling his name, I guess, since I've been tuning in to the show. I think I've been spelling it M I K E, but I finally found it. Well I am glad because he is he's got some amazing stuff. Yes, yes. That's yes. awesome. But, uh, well there's we yeah. have those of you who may not know, we always have Martha sitting down and chatting. She's been doing this for me for a while. And everybody that calls in, she's been writing down and emailing to me after the show. So the list goes up on the page, mm-hmm. on the show page, showing who called in. But if there, you ever want to know who someone is, let me know because I will get you their mm-hmm. information. Okay. okay. Well, I appreciate it. Well, anyway, awesome. uh, so I am, I am, all my social media is under Dead Society Poet. Uh, I am actually waiting on the author proof of of book number five of The Lonely in My Veins. I approved the digital copy. The ebook is out. Uh, the hopefully here in the next few days, uh, the print uh, print book is going to be live. 
incredible. We'll make sure you post that information on my page. Remember, that's your cafe bulletin board, so take use of it, okay? Yes, ma'am. I will do it. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Well, y'all have a good evening. I'm gonna fire this hog up and take it back down to the house. But I can. Oh, uh, <laughs> I got a. I got a. I got a. I don't want. I'm taking up too much time. But I got. I'm since I'm confessing things. I gotta confess one more thing that I just figured out. And I'm technology is not my thing. I know I'm waist deep in social media all the time, but I'm. I'm still looking for. You know. Uh. Anyway. I just now figured out that you can listen to the show live without calling in. Mm-hmm. I thought you had to wait for it to be over and listen to it like a podcast. I didn't know it would play real time. So yeah, all it the does. time if I've been listening the to the whole side. damn show. I've been listening <laughs> to the whole damn show through my earbuds on on a phone call. I've been making a three-hour phone call. Oh, jeez. See, that just warms my heart. But, no, you don't have to do that. Every time I post the show, anything for the show that week, if you click on the, uh, click on the link, it opens up the show page, and it has a, lar- a, lot, a, lot, bleh, a live archive player that plays the show live for you. So, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, ma'am. And y'all, uh, y'all have a good evening, and I will be listening. And uh, I sent that. I sent that uh, I sent that right to you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Appreciate you. Thank you, ma'am. Y'all have a good one. We'll talk to y'all next week. You too. You too. All right. Next caller. Let's go ahead and go grab Mama. Mama, are you with us? Yes. Hey, Mama. How are you? I love you. I miss Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead real bad vertigo today. I couldn't even sit up. My eyes were going with you, Wacky. Had to call in the nurse. Luckily, the therapist was here. She gave my, my, it wasn't my blood pressure, so I don't know what it was. But I'm here tonight, so thank you, daughter, for always receiving you well and looking out for my good, my well-being. But um, I got a lot of people that don't do that. And they aggravate my condition. And I'm going to read this piece I wrote in 2018. Let me chew my food up first. <laughs> mm-hmm. You do whatever you want, darling. Well, I don't want that. Yeah, you could, you could ask me some questions. <laughs> well, I am just glad. Mm-hmm. Hey, Okay, I can ask you a question. When I sent you your book, your journal and stuff for your birthday, did I send you back the necklace? Because I was looking for it and I can't find it. And so I'm hoping I sent the broken necklace, the one that broke. Well, it didn't break. They cut it. They cut it. They cut it in the um, in the mail. They shouldn't have been doing that. Being so nosy, they would take and cut something. Oh, and they cut the necklace and made it be in like pieces. So you sent me the pieces. Yes, you did. Um, will okay, I ever get okay. back around? To, will I ever get back around to putting them together again? I don't know. That's fine. Because I just wanted to make sure I sent it because I couldn't remember and I couldn't find it. No, what I'm going to do is make you something altogether different, not so tedious and not with those little bitty bees because I'm not able to do that anymore. I really, really, my nervous system is shot. <laughs> 
and the arthritis in my thumb. So I'm not the same mama I was when I sent it the first time. <laughs> but if you want to put it back together, I'll send it back to you, but I'm definitely making you something else because I want you to have something more bulkier to remember me by. So here it goes. Stop. Paranoid people, they love to honor themselves. They plant the seed of everyone is jealous of me when the truth is really simple. They are only a legend in their own minds. Is most people don't even think of these bobbleheads until they suddenly pop up like a bobblehead in the middle of your life making bobblehead noises and so sad. Warning, warning. Here's how to recognize bobblehead pop-ups in the middle of your life. Here's the noises they make. They say I a lot, number one. Number two, they use their religious beliefs against you, but they themselves don't follow them. Number three, they are sick of of you ignoring them, so they start silly arguments to gain your attention. Number four, they send you three stupid texts or more a day. They comment on your comments. They vex your spirit when they say things, no matter how nice they say it. They talk when you're talking. They always talk over you. They talk, they talk, they talk, and they undermine anything you say. These are the warning signs. So keep a hammer nearby and just whenever the bobbleheads pop up, you pop them in the head, cover up the hole with duct tape, and do not sweat the small stuff. If that doesn't work, let me know, and we'll go to plan B. Go on. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Wow, what? Wow! What? <laughs> that was awesome. I'm sorry. You, you oh. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me, Mama? <laughs> I was expecting you to say more than wow. I was thinking you would say, "Well, I, I know some bobbleheads," or "Thanks for the advice." Anything, but it's like, uh, it's like, like, wow. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just thinking how appropriate that is in my life right now. You know, how I would kind of like just to make that a broadside and get an airplane and just kind of drop it all over the city, you know, take take over. You and I could become pinky in the brain and take over the world and just start flashing it on every, every electronic screen in the world over and over and over. And, yeah. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, so. Thank you for letting me share. This is Mama Ola Daisy, the all-round queen, getting older um, and just trying to take one day at a time to stick with my daughter as long as I can on this planet. Love you, Nyla. Love everybody out there that's Mama, been around. Yes? You don't, get, you don't get to leave me. Okay. Promise? No? Don't say don't say things like that because it really scares me and don't it makes me sad. You know, never get to leave me. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to show you love while I'm here. All right, let me get out of here. I love before you. Before you make me. Scared. Okay. Love you too. Okay. <laughs>
All right. We'll talk to you soon, Mommy. All right, baby. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So our next caller, going off my paper. The board is screwed up. We have Brother O. Brother O, you are on the air. Now, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. How are you, sweetheart? I'm good. It is amazing to hear from you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. You sound good. Thank you. What do you have for us tonight, my sweet? Call surround yourself with people who. That's the title of the poem. Surround yourself with people who believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Surround yourself with people who want you to succeed and prosper in life. Surround yourself with people who want to see you to be blessed. Surround yourself with people who have your best interests at heart. Surround yourself with people who genuinely love and care about you. Surround yourself with people who encourage you to be your best original self without having to change to nobody. Surround yourself with people who share five to ten things in common with you. Surround yourself with people who make you laugh and put a smile on your face. Surround yourself with people who challenge you to improve the quality of your life. Surround yourself with people who focus on your good qualities. Surround yourself with people who are not afraid to tell you the truth. Surround yourself with people who are not afraid to correct and rebuke you when you're wrong to love shoes. Surround yourself with people who are not judgmental by your past. Surround yourself with people who love and accept you for the unique brother and sister that God has created you to be. Surround yourself with people who support your goals, visions, and dreams. Surround yourself with people who are assets and ads and multiply value to your life. Surround yourself with people who are your loyal friends and family that got your back. Surround yourself with people who pray for you on a regular basis. Surround yourself with people who don't entertain mess, drama, chaos, and gossip. Surround yourself with people who check up on you to see if you need anything while you're going through difficult seasons and hard times in your life. And surround yourself with people who are successful and pursuing greatness themselves so you get inspired to do what they do in poem. You know, you bring up some really good points in that piece because it seems like we walk through life so worried about what other people think, so worried about making everybody happy, so worried about doing all these things that we think we're supposed to do, when in reality, put so much importance on people that we are not important to. And I think that your piece really, really brings that out. You know, it, it took me a long time to learn that, but if somebody is not good for me or somebody is mean or, you know, I, I only have X amount of minutes in my life to live and I refuse to give someone any of those minutes that don't deserve them. 
You know, it's right. much easier. They said that the pen is mightier than the sword. The pen may be mightier than the sword, but it has nothing on the power of an eraser. That's right. There, there's nothing in the world more powerful than an eraser, you know. So mm-hmm. you do me wrong, you're off my island. Goodbye. You know, and more people have to do that. If someone's not the type of person that will be holding your hand when you take your final breath, they are not somebody who deserve your minutes. That's right. And your poem, I, I absolutely love that poem. I really needed to hear that poem right now. That was beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Very good. All right, my dear, are you going to read a second one? No, no not tonight. Okay. All right. Well, do me a favor and tell everyone how they can find you. You guys should find me on Facebook on the Omar Brother Gathering. I am now two weeks away from making my return to the to live poetry events. I'll be I'll be uh, just posting my schedule yesterday, now Tuesday, and um, I'm ready to. Ready to get to get back out there again. So everybody's waiting to see me. Everybody's waiting to hear me live, and they'll have that opportunity two weeks from now in Chicago. So I'm looking. So I'm looking forward to it. Been a long time, and I'm just ready, ready to show the people. Show the people how much I've I've grown and changed over the last year and a half. It's been a journey, but uh, at the end of, end of the journey, some looking for that, that that pot of gold at the end, and I'll be back next week. I cannot wait. Love having you as part of our our family. Love the fact that you've been with us, even though you've been going through everything that you've gone through, and just appreciate you. Thank you, sweetheart. Welcome. All right. We'll talk to you soon, hon. I'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right. Our next caller is my sweet darling, Miss, Miss M.E.D., I believe. 346, you are on the air. I was so I, yeah. I was holding my breath because you said my sweet, and I'm like, uh, sounds like she's about to bring me in, but <laughs> no. Then when you said my, M-E-D, my I'm like, sweet oh, okay. M-E-D, I love that name for you. It is just so cute. I may be the only I, person I, in your I, life that ever calls you that, but that's your name now. That that's very true. Uh, and you are the only one, and I do appreciate it. I really like it. It's really cool as far as I'm concerned, so I shall uh, wear it with pride and honor that (laughs) the great Nyla Alicia gave me a nickname personally. (laughs) Everybody needs to write home over that. Jealousy abounding. <laughs> Jealousy abounding. Um, the 281 caller that you called out 
in the beginning of the show, you freaked them out. That's my friend, the female buddy friend, and she's listening. She's already hooked. She loves you guys. I told you her husband huh? is her husband writes poetry, but he's not an active poet as as we are. But um, so yeah, she's like, you oh know, my god, that's Byron, my area code. Sometimes it took sometimes it took Byron a year to write a poem. So what is an active poet? You yeah, know, right? But anyway, just because you don't write, even if, if you don't write a poem for ten years, you are still a poet, people. <laughs> so what is anyway, her, what is her name? So, um, let's just say it starts with the S, because um, again, you you tripped her out, and so without saying, you know, um, but. <laughs> But anyway, hello, Lady S. Welcome to the show. (laughs) I wasn't going to bring you on. It's okay. (laughs) You don't. You don't have to do anything. Just stay calm. She. She's not going to go to you. (laughs) You have to press one. I I can't unmute you unless you press one. So I see you hanging out down there listening, Lady S. And I'm very glad that you're here. Welcome to the show. I'd love to have you call in sometime. Maybe you and Miss M.E.D. can write a poem together. That would be fun. You know, but that's we just cool hang out, have a good time. Glad you're here. Yeah. But she might cheat and get her husband to write the other part of the poem. <laughs> like, oh, honey, please. But anyway, uh, no. You want to eat to tonight, her, honey? Pick writes, up your pen. <laughs> um. According to her, he writes more darker types of poems, and, you know, she's heard that so do I. on here. Yeah, so, you know, but um, right now, um, she's she's uh, just her listening like he's not around at the moment. But anyway, so I decided to, to bring you an old one. Oh, let me also say. All of my pages have been jacked. You know, I told you a couple of shows ago, according for the past a good six months, my pages, and they keep being shut down, and I'm put on restriction for no reason. All of them now have been jacked. I cannot post on any of my pages. So that's why you didn't see me share the show or anything. I cannot post. I have been restricted on all of them for the next, like, week or more. So just know that. So uh, anyway, I decided I'd bring you an old one and a new one, uh, but they're both chocolate. (laughs) um, Just trying to get back to, you know the um, pretty much what most people know me for, uh, the romance poetry. So here we go. Uh, The first piece is called Chocolate is My Favorite Flavor. I love all the shades of brown that chocolate comes in. I enjoy the taste of chocolate as it melts in my mouth. Creamy and smooth, rolling over my tongue. Best of all is when chocolate intertwines with my vanilla. I'm in seventh heaven. 
dancing upon the chocolate Milky Way. My endorphins are activated, turning me into Wonder Woman. Because I get wild and crazy when I become part of chocolate. Screaming and shouting chocolate's name as I'm taken to heaven on earth. Chocolate's wondrous indeed. The Aztecs believed it to be the food of the gods. I believe it's a bit of heaven sent from God. Luscious, delicious, delightful is a chocolate bar. Love it when it has a cream filling with nuts. Mmm, makes me moist in my innermost place. Chocolate is my favorite flavor. Musings of Emilia T. Davis a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, in peace. Sammy? Nobody thinks you were talking talking about chocolate in that poem. Nobody. Sorry. That was one of the older ones. I'm sure you You, probably... You were not very subtle. Okay, but I, hey, no, I did not tap A into B, so there you have it. I, I would <laughs> I behave myself appropriately. Oh, so funny. So, but that was that was the old one. Now here's a newer one that I wrote, you know, for the um, for the April. Um, so it's just simply called Chocolate. Looking like a superhero. I adore you so much. The oxygen in my lungs, the rhythm to my heart, you know what to say. Change my mood from sadness to happiness. Distance should not matter. Flow with me day and night while we have a chance. You and I, creamy, chocolatey love. Love light upon the heavenly realm. Waiting, waiting, anticipation. Praying, praying, praying. Silently, out loud. Praying again. And again, talking to the Holy Trinity, when will people's lives be exposed? How will love find a way? When will love knock on my door? Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. And peace. I love it. That was beautiful, honey. Thank you. You're very so, well. uh, 
the only place you can find me right now on Facebook is my like page, which would be Emilia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, or on any other social media. It's pretty much Amelia T. Davis, E-M-I-A-V-I-S. And um, you can find me here every Thursday night with Nyla. Much love, Nyla, and um, much love to Soldier Blue. Happy birthday, and I pray many, many more birthdays to come. And um, with that said, I'll step off the mic and let the next person step up. You did a great job tonight, honey. Appreciate you so much. And we will talk to you next week. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thanks, hon. Appreciate you. Okay. So looking at my board now, let me see what we've got here. It looks like we have, let me double check, make sure everybody's still in order. And then I will tell you where you are. Um, go ahead and give the next three callers. We will have 678 is our next caller, followed by 757. So excited that Honey's going to be coming on. And then we have 931. Those are our next three callers. So let's go ahead and bring on 678. 678, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. Can you hear me? I can. How are you doing, Sin? Hey, hey, it's Jack here in Florida. Oh, it's Jack. It's Jack Burnell. Yeah, I'm fighting with my phone, making other noise in my other ear. So hang on, bear with me. <laughs> okay. Siri, shut the hell up. Okay, so hi, Nyla. It's Jack. How are you? I hope you're well. I'm here. I am. It's good uh, to hear from you. I am as confused as possible, as usual. Bear with me. I'll read a piece. I've got it already right here. It is called, uh, let's see, it's called No Porn. Uh, I am not a porn star, and I cannot speak Czech. This is a truthful fiction. All right. Bear with me here. Okay. The names have not been changed. I just will not be using them. But first, let me make a confession. You see, once upon a time, I worked in the porn industry. Now, with my boyish good looks and my youthful enthusiasm, you're likely picturing me in front of the camera, dazzling the world with the enthusiasm and vigor, which may or may not have been accurate. But if you've known me for a while, you may have heard me mention it on occasion more than once. And there was a pun intended there. But it's not at all true. (laughs) Now, I did call them the godfathers behind their back. It was those bookstore DVD days, the tail end of the transition from dirty bookstores governed by municipal laws to all porn all the time, internet of free content disguised as voyeuristic first-timers with a fantasy for each and every token. 
These are the girls that can explain Epstein's millions. If, but my function was different. The well-built pedigree allowed me the jack-of-all-trades title, pun very much intended. I drove the limo sometimes. I fed the Arabian horses sometimes, and I hid a lot of money in inventory spillage. In my role, I came into contact with every level of business associated with such a monopolistic force. I was hired to install the system, saving software that was necessary to ensure or prevent a Y2K meltdown. So the third level of accounting may be recovered or corrupted should the world end. They were all dummy books anyway that were left there specifically for the feds. My task varied, but started with traveling the South in a company car and expense account to one of 65 adult bookstores in Florida, Tennessee, or New Orleans. Now, it started at 65 stores, but one of the things I learned was in order to keep all of those watching on their toes, it was kind of a game. It was an old school game. It was generational FBI horseplay. What was 65 stores owned by my boss today could be 70 on Monday, 50 on Wednesday, and 100 on the 15th of next month. The circle owned everything necessary in the supply chain, all by different companies owned by the same people. Talent, content, manufacturing, packaging, production, the stores, the property, even the construction companies doing the continually remodeling of the stores themselves. And all of the revenue from all of the companies stayed all in the same circle. They even owned rubber plantations in Brazil. They used it to mine latex for Doc Johnson and his extraordinary sex toy extravaganza. You see, this is the groundwork of this story. These are just some of the players. I have for a long, long time, and for several reasons, felt the extremely wealthy run the risk of extreme desensitization. What do you buy the asshole who has everything? You don't, apparently. You just rent them a team. They get tired of toys so easily. They all have one thing in common. The ultra wealth, the insatiable egos, and a hunger for more because you can have all the normal you want. If you're a narcissist, it's even way worse. To not be talked about than what, and worse than what the masses might be saying. Call me a pedophile if you want. Just talk about me, please. There's a big market for answers. They're just not provided in the basement of pizza shops. That's all projection. That's where you tell the truth about the story but lie about the players and the details. Deniable plausibility. Now, the Sea Witch was a beauty. She was built by hand in the 1940s with all the opulence you might expect from a 190-foot yacht. It was sort of a bright light of rescue to all of those living in the gray area all the time, or so it was said and presented that way. The rumors were that the walls were going to fall. Only so many had the ability to wait offshore for it to happen, and they did for months and months and months. People were counting on them, and everybody knew that Sergei could be counted on. And when the day came and the recruiting had completed, the paperwork was in order, the oligarchs were pleased, and so were the godfathers. And the sea witch, sea witch steamed away with its cargo, 
young and beautiful and full of rescued promise, new endeavors with names like Private, 17, and Eastern Block, with its promise of wealthy men at parties looking for a wife just like you, Natalia. But first, we're going to need you to come to a party. We're going to give your passport back later. First, we need to wash it. You see, these are the girls that explain Epstein's wealth. These are the girls that made me run away from what I knew I had been a witness to. I no longer work in porn. I can't unsee what I know but never saw. That might be worse if I had. But at least you never had to endure me on film. Thanks, guys. End poem. Wow. That was incredible. That's good to hear from you, Jack. It's been a while. Yeah, I try to try to sneak in and out and help is a big deal these days. So uh, I'm here when I can be. I'll promise you that. Vicky just messaged me and said, wow, Jack, love this prose story about the wealthy. Yeah, thanks I'm very much. It's very true. Yeah. And I actually, there is, it's all true. I mean, there, there's not one made up piece of that story. Um, it's just been worded a lot nicer than I think it really was at the time. So, yeah, that's uh, try to see it and learn from it. And uh, it changed my world to be around that and to see it happen. So I'm uh, poetry does a lot of healing in a lot of different strange, unexpected uh, ways. And uh, it keeps me alive every day. If you guys want to get a hold of me, you can go to my Linktree site. It's um, at Social Yet Distanced on Linktree. And uh, that'll have every other link you possibly could ever need for me. And, of course, I'm on Facebook all over if you need me there. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Nyla. I appreciate you in the space. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. It's really a treat when you do. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 757. You are on the air. Thank you. Nyla, can you hear me? Hello, honey. How are you? I'm fantastic. Can you? I'm great. Can you turn your computer down for me? Oh, um, maybe I need to move away from the computer because somebody else is listening to the computer. Uh, so yeah, because I'm getting an echo. I'm going to move. Yeah, I'm going to move. Give me just one moment. Okay. One moment. Go hide in the bathroom. The acoustics are great there. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Hello. I am here. Nyla? Uh-huh. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Much better, yes. No echo. Okay. I came outside, so we can hear each other. So how are you? I am doing really well. You've been so busy. You've got so much going on. I'm so 
thankful that you were able to make time to come over here and spend a few minutes. Just appreciate you. This is nice. Well, I heard, you know, it had been your birthday and everything, and I'm like, let me go visit Nyla. I have not visited now the dogs want to bark. Wow. Um, <laughs> visited Nyla in quite a while. Let me go and say hi and share well, a piece, I something I haven't done so last time. Please do. Um, Actually, and for those that don't know, we were supposed to introduce ourselves. I am Honey. I've been around for quite a while. Um, I'm going to share an old piece, and then I'm going to share a new piece. For those that um, know me and those that don't know me, let me share this real quick if it's okay with Nyla. I deal a lot with domestic violence and homelessness and different, you know, causes and everything. So if there are any triggers in that area ahead of time, I do want to warn you, the first piece is a domestic violence piece. It's called Hands Around His Neck. It's actually from a brother's point of view. If I could, I would reach in that casket, grab him by his damn neck, and snatch him out. Then beat the tar out of him. Flashes of my sister bombarded my mind. Her thin frame laying in the hospital bed. Tools running everywhere. Bruises covering her body. Then her stomach. It was small and round my niece. But how? Not him. He was my brother in law. The guy that I drank beers with. Last year, NFL time, he got us the best tickets. Him, me, my dad, my best friend, (laughs) shooting pool, cloudy days, sitting at the lake, him telling of how my sister was lazy and me laughing, brushing it off. It's her or now the baby, they say. As I punch the wall, everyone looks. If he didn't already have all those bullet holes, seemed he owed someone came to collect. My sister, he tried to beat the money out of her on her knees, begging for her life. Damn. I could see my hands around his neck. The lies. I believed how he deceived me. I shared my secrets with him. Yeah, I could slam his head into that wall right now if I could just just get my hands around his neck. Cop. <laughs> I laughed. My sister, he couldn't even protect from him. Looking at all the people, where were they? Better yet, where was I? As he spun his web, just a big pack of lies, 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 my head chanted. As my fist pounded, a great man, I heard the preacher say, cut down too early in his prime. My sister, I stood and cried, what about her, my unborn niece? Then I decided her, a man would never touch. As to the hospital, I flew to arrive in time to hear she had died. Calling me to the nursery, putting out this cute little pink bundle. Looking down, I prayed because, Lord, I knew my hands still wanted to go around his neck to my sister. I promise while holding my knees, 
God hold me to my word. She will not die in vain. If I ever a man thinks just a thought about my knees, my hands will go around his neck. Do you know what I love about that piece, honey, is that we all like to play the hero. We all like to portray ourselves in a good light. But from experience, I can tell you that we are not always that way. You know, nope. they're, they're, you know, some of you know this and some of you don't, but I, you know, I had a very, 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 very bad person in my past. And I remember when things were going on, the evil I used to think inside of my head, the, the things I wanted to do to make him stop. And they were bad. I mean, the things I would think were bad. People don't like to recognize that side of themselves or admit to it. But I think that it's important. You know, I'm not a bad person because I thought those things. But the fact that I was that place, I was so close in that place in my head that was so dark. I think that it is important to talk about that. I think it is important to let people it's okay to recognize that side of themselves so they can understand where they are in that moment you know Mm -hmm. and and i think that that it is like the warning beacon in your brain that there's a breaking point so close that you have to listen to so i really like that piece i like the fact that that piece shows the violence emotional violence that your brain can feel when something bad is happening and you feel powerless. Right. And he felt so much guilt because he didn't listen to his sister. He'd listen to a man that, you know, bought, you know, the, the ball, mm-hmm. you know, the ticket to the game and hung out with him and, you know, all this and that. And we all can be deceived, you know, domestic violence. Well, of course, that type of person usually that type of person is a narcissist. And one of the things oh, yeah. that you will hear people where they talk about that is they are so charming. I mean, Larry in the beginning yeah. was so charming. He was everything. Oh, my God. I was but married to one, so yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. want to hold you up. Yeah, so he shouldn't. Other people people in that situation should not feel that guilt. That brother should not have felt that, felt that guilt because, right. you know. It doesn't just affect the girl. Yeah, exactly. But I don't want to hold you up, and I know there are other people in mind. I wanted to share a piece that actually um, this talk, I can't find the picture on your page now, but it was a picture that was on your page of a woman laying on the ground. And that picture just stuck with me, you know, for days. And I even read, you know, Noreen's piece that she did, you know, to that and everything. Um, so I have an piece that I wrote to it, and I don't go deal with prompts a lot. It's not what I normally do. So, you know, it really touched me. It's called Another One Bites the Dust. Another one bites the dust. Ha, 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 ha. Yes, that's what I said. Why? Because that's what's going on in your head. How do I know? I hear it. I read it all over your face. As you stand among the crowd judging her as she lies there, 
Nose is all turned up, trying hard to hide the pain, thinking, God, it's not you. No one to call on because they drained her daily, used her up till nothing was left. No, not drugs or alcohol, nor prostitution, but her friends that always called on her, though were never there when she called. Her children that once grown forgot about her, the husband that used and abused her till another one came along. The churches where she labored, but yet still was never enough. Her anointing they drained till she didn't have a drop for herself. Then God stepped in and said, enough, called her name, met her at the pearly gates. Come home, he said. Now just her shell is left behind. All they said as they looked at her shell was another one bites the dust. Wow. You're talking about the picture of the girl laying on the ground holding the beer can in the striped socks? Yeah. Well, I didn't know if it was, I didn't see the beer can and everything. All I saw was, you know, somebody laying on the ground, a woman. I took that picture. We were on a a walk going across all the bridges in Portland. It was like a poet tour. And the lady had written poems about each of the bridges. And so, we were just walking back and forth across the Willamette River on these bridges, and we would stop in the middle, and she'd talk about the history of the bridge and read her poem. And we walked past this lady laying on the ground, and she, I mean, everybody, it was, it was the footbridge we were walking across, the underside mm-hmm. of the used to be an old railroad bridge, and people, no one was even looking at her. You know, it was like if they, if they walked sideways, it was like they were, you know, trying to walk past a piece of paper or something. And it absolutely, I just looked at everyone and I didn't get it. You know, mm. how could they not see her? And so I took that picture. And normally I wouldn't do that with someone that was unaware, especially in such a vulnerable position right. as she was passed out there. I wouldn't take a picture of someone unknowingly like that. But the I, I was I would be damned if I was going to let people not see her. And the only way I could make people see her was to take that picture and share it. To make people right. it forces people to look at her. Yeah. Right. And to recognize and the got, problem yeah. and the issue and Yeah. yeah. That's what I got was I that, that this woman named there was not seen by people. It was always what she could do for everybody, but nobody saw her. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, right? I'm I, really glad that that. I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you, and thank you, Nyla, for allowing me to share with you all tonight. <laughs> you are very welcome. All right, so very welcome. What's that? You read two, right? No, she left. What? Where'd she go? Is she read two? Am I getting old? All right. Our next caller comes from nine three nine three one nine three one you're on the air hi Nala it's Sarah Watts with Soul Fire Sentiments how are you hey sweetheart I'm doing great how are you doing I'm very well (laughs) I'm back again it is good to hear from you what'd you bring us tonight um so I have um, I have a couple of poems. I may, uh, we'll see if I get through the first one. You tell me if I got enough time for the next one. Um, mm-hmm. So it's called A Stone He Turned Over. 
a stony turned over. To my once upon a time lover, I now feel like but a stone he turned over. Hoping to harness my vibrational field, he stuck me in his pocket to collect me at his will. Meanwhile, I long only to feel the brush of his hands, the rush and rise of my hopes to be held again with the same wonder from which he first woke me from my slumber, plucked me from my safe place. Then did I long to be worn like the smile on his face, a totem locket upon his chest, Hang me proudly around your neck or give me over to a sleep like death. I am not made for the darkness of neglect. For now that I have known the fires of a Leo star and the indifference of a fragile heart, I wish only to awake it, renounce and forsake it. Please now lay me down to sleep, return me to the dust. I beg you for slumber and peace. Give me to the dirt, ground me in the earth, allow me to shine but at your feet and never again within your reach. Don't hold me to contain me, to pocket me and rename me. I long to be loved and seen. If you lack the intention of enjoyment and retention, then just set me free. Give me to redemption, to hold and have my time, to adore me while I shine. Give me over to another who will surely cherish me as their lover and not keep me on a shelf like a china of the finest. Use me for yourself. Enjoy me while you can. Don't lease me. I am meant to be bought. Just release me if I am an afterthought. Take your one foot from inside this door because I alone cannot sustain us anymore. Come all the way out or completely inside, but... Before you decide, come close to me one last time. Let me put my fingers in your hair, but you must go if you continue to let in the cold air. I am not built for the winter. My warmth can only radiate for the love that will reciprocate. How much silence can one heart take? Inconsistency and a lack of intimacy will likely finish me. Your Indecision is a decision, one that will end me. Choose now to go or to stay. This love can likely be saved if only you'd quicken your pace, like your pulse when we lay spent under the stars of a lover's sky. I am begging you to stay, to firmly decide, but you must make haste with your time, for it has begun to decide, and silence is a deafening fate, a slow and painful goodbye. End poem. Wow. I can absolutely feel the ache resonating <laughs> in that piece. It's like when you're, you're standing on that razor's edge, and you don't want to move because you're so hopeful, but you know which way this is going to go, but you're giving that one last chance to, you know, shit or get off the pot here, buddy, type of thing. Right. But, you know, just you made, you made very palpable that push-pull tug-of-war, you know, holding on one last breath, you know, till the last second you have to let go or you split in two on that razor. You know, it's just... You know, that would be, listening to that whole thing, if you were to work with that piece and cut it probably about in half or less, cut some of it out and found a repetitive verse in there or a 
thing. I think that that would make a beautiful, beautiful uh, ballad, a song, a story ballad. Oh, okay. It's too long long as it is right now to be a song, but if you were to go through that and pick out, you know, start crossing out lines that essential for a song, you could take that and cut it down into a song length. And then you'd have to find that repetitive verse, of course, but, you know, keep it, keep it as a poem because it's absolutely brilliant. But I I think that would make an incredible song as well. I don't know if you've ever thought about doing that or not. I, I, I toy with songs, but because, um, see, music is a, like a sort of natural talent in my family, but I didn't get the, the any of the instrumental um, just kind of know-how because nobody was trained. They don't read music or anything. They just play by ear, and they're really good. Um, but I, on the other hand, can barely, like, keep in time. I, I can sing pretty good as long as I got it pretty memorized, <laughs> Well, work, um, with, work I, with someone in your family or find someone on, on Facebook or something like that that plays, you know, and have them help you come up with the melody for it, and then you can sing it. Yeah, because I started I mean, that's out. My, that's my homework. That's my assignment for you. I'm interrupting, but I'm excited. Sorry. <laughs> that happens. I didn't take my medication today. Anyway, but that's my excitement for you for this summer or before the end of the year, for this year, is to find yeah. someone, either your family or someone else, who will help you with the melody. And I want you, if it's this poem, great. If it's one you feel more strongly about, you choose what's in your heart. But I want you to turn one of your pieces into a song, and then I would love to hear it. Have you send me the file. It's, and we'll yeah, have you come on and, <laughs> as I said, we'd have you come on and read the poem, and then we would play the song so we could see the difference in the two, how it was done. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of my poems started out as songs, but then I, la- I lack the confidence because I feel like I don't have the like the melody or the instrumental in there for me. <laughs> so okay, I so I have no clue about this, right? But my hearing and my ears, when you read that, I picked that up. So you don't lack anything. You just need a collaboration partner because it's there. It's in your head. I can hear the melodical quality of it as you read it. So it's there. <laughs> Well, thank you. Good. I just need a little extra confidence, and I feel like I'm getting that with this community because before this this very year, I told you I'm brand new. I've been doing writing my entire life. That's what I, that's been my outlet. That's been I'm kind of a loner in a lot of ways. I have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of like an island myself. But um, this is something that people didn't exactly know that I do, and I've, I've never had a community or talked to other poets or anything. So this is brand new to get out here and, like, there's, so I'm learning. There is power in that fellowship in being able to be around people that speak the same language as you. You know, I, I go to read one of my poems to my kids, and they run away in horror because they think it's going to be erotic. Long story <laughs> has to do with picking someone up at the airport. And there was a cassette tape in my car, a CD in my car, and a long story. I'm not, we'll tell it another time, but, you know, so they they go running. They want nothing to do with my poetry ever again, (laughs) you know, but there is, there's something magical about being someplace that you know you're not going to be judged, that you know, you know, people are going to be actually listening and not doing that, you know, listening with one ear, but watching Survivor out of the corner of their eye while you're talking to them about yeah. things, you know, it's, it's powerful. And I love that you say that because I see that a lot 
I see that a lot in the community. I see you guys give that to each other in this community. Yeah. So I'm really glad that you found that here. I'm really glad that you are going to find your place. I mean, I consider you family now because you've been here twice. But, you know, as you settle in and fluff up your cushions and find your place at the table, you know, I'm really excited to see how this confidence in you grows. Because, like I said, I had no idea about your music background or your family with music or anything. But I heard that so strongly <laughs> that I commented on it. Yeah. And, you know, nobody, we, we didn't set this up. You know, this isn't some, you know, snake and pony show. Nobody, you know, this, this yeah. is, that's just what I heard. So it has to be there, right? Yeah, definitely. I just, yeah, it is. And I, I needed the encouragement. And I, if that, just you picking up on it, that's really cool. So. <laughs> well, I'm excited um, now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited too and it's like you're talking about the community it's like the more that I see that people are, are able to reach the level of vulnerability to share things that come from their soul pretty much you know that's a big deal there's mm -hmm. a lot of strength in that but it takes courage and so this community is like really helping me with that so well you stand strong you know, if you need courage, go. I want you to go to YouTube. I want you to go to YouTube, and I want you to look up a song for me. I don't know if you've ever okay. heard it before, but it's called um, "Savage Daughter." Oh yes. I want no you matter, to listen to that song. Yes, one of my um, kind of what I would call soul tribe, the, the person I've met along my healing journey, uh, recommended that song to me, and yeah, that's that's it is magical. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. All right, sweetheart, go out and be brilliant and come back next week. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Now. Hey, did you read two? Did you read two? I have one more, but I don't know if I have time. It's not super long. You have long. time to read it. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Right, this one's called Sundays. Sundays are for being lazy, hiding out under covers, and invading the personal space of your lover. For blanket forts and familiar spaces, sheltering you together inside with snacks and laughter and adoring each other's faces, creating a safe space and time for reminding you why you're mine, for putting us both back together after the world has torn us apart. Sunday is set aside for my head on your chest to hear my lover's heart, but I tell you what it is not. It is not having to rush around undercover, renting rooms and renting and hiding in rooms to trade my body and pray for your wounds, to have avoidant attachments buried in my soul, to let dismissive conversations devoid me of my needs. Sundays, Sunday was not made for me to beg for an ounce of your time and barter my touch for a small window glance inside your mind. Sunday not for wearing my rose-colored oxytocin glasses to bed when I should be clothed in vasopressin bonds instead. Sunday is not for only to prepare me for famine. Sundays aren't for bathing in crisp waters of romance that never lead to the swimming in oceans of emotion and rivers of devotion. 
Instead of these dead-end sheets that quickly lead to the breaking of dreams, Sundays are not for avoiding tasks that can be completed together, nor for lending me only one second of your forever, a second that feels more closely related to never. Sundays were never meant to turn into Monday morning hangovers and letdowns that lead to a trickle of texts, text three weeks of love bombs fueled by only motives of sex. My Sundays were always meant for the planning of a life and then and ever after of fulfilling the desires of a worthy partner's delight. So now I take back in kind all of my Sundays and return to you all the broken-hearted Mondays. Moving forward, I am only accepting of another that will value me more than a part-time lover who will worship me on a weekday at two just as well as a Sunday afternoon, one who will proudly claim me and someday, perhaps on a Sunday, maybe even rename me. End poem. That's awesome. I'm trying to concentrate. I want you to know that, but I'm getting these little pings from Jimmy. Isn't Sarah awesome? And 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 he's all excited to have you on and reading. And and he says, you know, I you know I knew you were gonna love her. And yeah, it's cute. He's 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 all excited that you're here. Supportive. I'm telling y'all, if y'all aren't on anybody listening, if y'all aren't on TikTok, that's my main platform because that's where I found. Uh, that's, I feel comfortable there. I understand it. I have, he's, he fosters so much community over there and he's so supportive. Anytime there's new people, just always commenting, sharing, liking, just, it's amazing over there. So if y'all aren't on TikTok, come to TikTok. (laughs) I am also on Facebook and Instagram, but I don't find as much support on those platforms. So I'm not as active there, but I do post. I just, I'm just, I love hanging out on TikTok. (laughs) Did you uh, did you send me a friend's request on Facebook? Are you on my list yet? Um, I just found the page for the for the program, so um, probably I don't know how to find you. Well, do a search uh, under Nyla. It's like New York, Los Angeles, N Y L A. Okay. And the last name is Alicia, A L I S I A. Okay. So shoot me, cool. and it's Nyla, not Nyla Tay. Nyla Tay is my personal private family page but Nyla N-Y-L-A, Nyla Alicia find me and then we can keep you I can like update you when the show is going to be on and stuff like that and you can have access to the prompts and things that we do that might you know do some inspiring which is always nice thank you I appreciate that (laughs) you're very welcome all right sweetheart so they can find me um, any hashtag that says Sarah Jane Watts will find me and also any hashtag that says soul fire sentiments will find me. So. Wonderful. All right, Sarah, thank you so much. And I look forward to you coming back and hearing more next week. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> appreciate you too. We'll talk to you Bye. soon. All right. 919, you are our next caller. And that's going to be followed by area code five. One or five zero one and eight six three. All right, so nine one nine, you're on the air. Yes, 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 Nyla. It's been a while. Granville, my darling on... sir. Yes, ma'am. You're beautiful. I was almost expecting not to hear my name. 
<laughs> it is so good to hear from you. I'm glad you made time to be with us tonight, love. Yeah, I've been making time, but some of my 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 phone seems to be kicking out. I'll be here listening to the show and waiting and waiting, and then I, I might hear you say, Granville, you're not in the lineup. I said, what? You're in the lineup. I see you. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. oh, were you, were, you not, were you not called in? Let me look at my paper. I don't yeah, even have yeah, you. A couple of past weeks, I, I called. Oh, you can hear me? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. I think I thought, last I I week, it. last week you called in, and we were trying to get you on the air, right? We never could hear you. I think I was like, I don't know, maybe you fell asleep. Mm. I don't know what happened. But I'm glad you're here now because I miss you. Thank you. And I do miss you, too. You know, it, it's, you know, it's. It you know it's a uh, good thing that I do on Thursday night. You know, um, I look forward to it. So what yeah, did you bring for you tonight? What did I bring <laughs> for you tonight? Yeah. You know, I was I was thinking about reading this poem. I don't know if I ever read it before. It's a little bit sexy, sexual. That's the word sexual. Okay. You know, it, you know, it it's a little bit sexual. It's yeah. Uh, anyway, it. You know what? I I I thought about ten lines of this poem today, and this lady told me that she was. She said that it gave her shivers. You know, she said it, it gave us shivers. I I I can remember about five years ago I was reading it. I read it to a couple of young ladies, you know, young college students, and you know, you know, we read. I'm gonna say read it to them is like like a huddled. They heard me read it before, and they and they want me wanted me to read it to them. So about three or four of them called me outside and I read it to them. And you know, I, you know, I can remember seeing them huddle because actually it's 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 a process of procreation and you know, trust me, it was so enlightening to them. I could see it in them, and I can remember like the next year, she brought back her friend who was even younger than she was, and she wanted me. She called me outside again, and I and I asked her to read the poem. And when I finished reading the poem, I could just see the the clarity and the enlightenment and the face and she just touched my cheek softly and she like oh great <laughs> woman woman also awesome <laughs> you know it is you know it's i think it it is socially engineered that we don't understand each other better you know because they wouldn't like us to understand women because if, if we understand women will be stronger and women will get her just desert and and her you know, and her respect that that she deserves and they can have that because if that happened man man wouldn't be able to rule so is that's why they keep the 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 division going and keep us i mean hey we 
we live in a world now we don't want to tell you that that uh you could choose your own gender <laughs> you know you know i you know you know what, what happened to boys are boys and girls are girls and that can't change no matter what you call yourself anyway this one is called sexual reproduction and it has come to this and this is how we reproduce ourselves our genitalia locked in mortal combat whose idea of a joke is this the attraction of the two the harmony among them and ever the twain shall meet she is the receptacle and i am the penetrator and i am in her service for god and for country and there is moisture lot of moisture the creature that lays beneath me i do not fully comprehend but now is not the time for philosophy i am working here so i give and i give and she takes she takes on her face and knees so seriously compromised she is so trusting trust me she trusts me her pleasure is at an all-time high the adrenaline is apex and i am thinking outside the box every orifice is under assault as she encourages me on yes yes faster harder deeper so i twist her i turn her i bend her i fold her she does not resist but gives in to my desires i give her this way and that way the doorway the stairway looking out of the window bent over 
the kitchen table. The bathroom sinks, one leg on the commode. We make it back to the bedroom where I am about to explode. I empty my load inside her. She seems to want to hold me tighter. And uh, I'm forgetting the end of the poem. But anyway, it went on and end like this. Uh, uh, we will just, we will, you know, we will just rest. We will just wash until it's morning. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to bump it at the end of the Nyla, but it, I haven't done it in a long time. Like I said today, I just wrote a couple lines. And this this girl please because you know but I just thought I'd be able to bring it home. Are you there? I am here. I was did just did not want to interrupt you, my dear. It was amazing. Thank you. I'm 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 go, You know what? I gotta go practice it. I haven't done it in a long time, and I gotta go practice it because it's very it's a very it's a very good poem because. You know, we are we are living in a time which but we we are, this is this is uh mental health health week, right? Month? Mhm. Yeah, and I think a lot of the mental health issues lies a lot with women. Because women women has been uh and her welded, you know, pushing the back corner, not allowed to say who they are and express themselves. Women are just coming into their own, and 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 women are the ones with more to express and more to understand. Women need more clarity, simply put. You know, yeah, because the mm-hmm. the the task the task is a, is a huge one. Yeah, and and to keep mankind. Multiplied, fed, safe, hygienic. Yeah, you know, it, it, you know, it's, you know. I was, I was, I posted a couple of. He telling them that that you cannot be strong and your mother weak. It's an oxymoron to say that. No man could be strong and his mother weak. Yeah. Physics, you know, it, it don't work with that. You know, you strong woman gets strong man. You know, you'll get strong as where you come from, you know? Yeah, yeah. Man, and that is the thing that the world have to overcome. All this, like a lady was saying, like, we have a lot of, men have a lot of things to unlearn. You know? They have a, thing, a lot of things to unlearn. Nyla, I grew up a rebellious kid. Let me tell you why I am but, who I am. But I think, you know why I Go think ahead. you, this, let me tell you, let me share this first. Do you know why I think you're re, you grew up in a rebellious kid? And I, that doesn't surprise me a bit. Because I think that you see the world with an uncanny clarity. And I don't think that you bought into the bullshit very much. You know, I think that you have a perception 
that a lot of people, a clarity in your perception of the world that a lot of people don't have. You know, you are very unique mm-hmm. in your vision. Does that make sense? Thank you, my. That makes sense, and that is what exactly I was going to say because <laughs> what was actually going to say, I never subjected my mind to the bullshit. <laughs> I resisted it from day one. From day one. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm older, I feel so exonerated, redeemed, fulfilled, because the truth is coming to the light. Mm-hmm. And that which was hidden is being revealed. I'm good. That's the reward of age, up. I think. Wait, that's that's how you want to be age. You want to true to you want to be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. You've got to be true to yourself because if you can't be true to you, who 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 can you be true to? You've got to be true to yourself at whatever cost. Some things are worth dying for. And and, and, and you got to choose because, hey, we all die in the end, you know. We all die in the end. So, you know, so there it is. That's no secret. So choose wisely. You know, and you know, I, I, I choose to use my one life the way I see it. If, it's got, if, it, if I'm going to fuck it up, let me fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, and, right you know call yeah. it like it is true you know and you own your yeah, mistake yeah. you don't you know it's like there's so much you know there's such a freedom in being able to say I messed up I'm sorry than trying to dance the dance of always being right and making it someone else's fault you know this, I don't have time for that stuff Naila let me tell you so. something when you when you make a mistake you learn easier from your mistake than you would from somebody else's mistake. Yeah. <laughs> because when yeah. you, you go make some, somebody else's mistake, then you have to go make your own mistake. You know? <laughs> then go learn. No. Yeah. You learn better from your own mistake, yeah? So, exactly. you, know, you know, don't... Yeah, don't be afraid to try. Don't be afraid to live, you know? Have courage. Take mm-hmm. a chance on you. Take a chance on, on you, I want you, know? you to write, I want you to write I a new poem. I want you to write a new poem for me, and I want you to use, I want it to be called Have Courage. Have Courage? That's a title prompt for you. Have Courage. That's the title prompt especially for you. Have Courage. Naila. Okay. I have a poem, I have a poem that is called Take Courage. No, it has to be a new one. It has to be. <laughs> Has to be in, you can't pull something out of your archives. That's cheating. <laughs> no, no, no. That's in my first book. Yeah. That's in my first book. I, well, I, I didn't, wasn't there to maybe. give you that prompt for your first book, so you have to make a Have Courage Part 2 then. Uh, uh, no, well, well no, I, I wouldn't have to call it Have Courage. I could call it, you know, maybe Courage, you know. I, I could, you know but, but Lane, I won't tell you this, but I'm sure you, if, if, if I go amongst my, my work, look, let me say this for one night. Uh, my, I have a lot of work. I have a lot of work because, because when I write, if, if, like, like if I write a poem, 
I don't go back and look for it. So like if I need, okay, for instance, if I need a poem, why you ask me for before I go write one? I go look for one because I probably have a couple of appointments here about courage. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you wouldn't know the difference, but I keep a lot of work. I keep a lot of work. I write. I don't just, you know, like if I, I, I could probably publish two books right now without writing one poem. I keep, you know, just just like what you just said about me just now, you know, it, it is for me to, because my mind being free and, you know, you know, just like what you asked me to is because you just explained my thought process to me. And that is what you asked me to do, what you asked me to do, and I'm going to do what you asked me to do because, you know, every now and again I need a challenge. Besides myself. Yeah. All right, my darling. I got two more callers to get on. Tell everyone how they can find you, and I'm so glad you're here, and I know you'll be here next week. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, people out there in Radio Land, you can find me in Raleigh, North Carolina. Beautiful city, beautiful country. Find me on Facebook, Grandville John Hedrington, Instagram, the same thing. Grandville John Hedrington and look forward to seeing you next Thursday and be good, be well and keep your stress level up. Stay blessed. Very cool. All right. Bless you too, sweetheart. We will talk to you next week. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code Five zero one, five zero one. You're on the air. Hello, Nyla. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fine. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing well. Mr. J. Well. Mr. J. J. Just so you know, I know. Oh well, you know, I don't, I don't get hung up on titles and stuff like this. So I don't mind spitting it out there beforehand or even afterhand. <laughs> I'm so glad this is two weeks in a row. I'm feeling kind of slow. I know, I know, I know. I like it. I like it. Not, I'm not, I, I like it. It never said nothing about Nyla could be happy for me. I must go ahead and read those uh, that fine print again. <laughs> I'll listen to anything you want to read every day of the week. Okay, I'll go ahead and get this first one out of the piece, uh, out of the way there. All right. <clears throat> Celestial libations distilled in the heart of nebulas allows me to chain melodies of creation strung out like junkies on the string theories of eternity, rippling throughout the cacophony of ambient background radiation, causing precedence of ravenous intentions, so I pause, placing these words of this poem in cryogenic suspension. Now, damn, that's cold. Downright Kelvonic. As I feel the gravitational field build, the tension in my quill build, and my pen came to life like Kill Bill. Standing on the edge of this event horizon, as I watch my pen spaghettify and fly right out of my hand and zip into the singularity. While I sip this seven word swill, and none of this would be possible if I were not ill. Wow. 
You know, you guys are all making me feel kind of old. I was listening to one of the shows that Mama was on the other day, and everybody was saying, you know, at the end, they were saying poem. I thought they were saying ohm, but they were saying poem. <laughs> Drop the end poem. Y'all are trying to mess with my head. <laughs> so I thought, oh, wait, I know you're... I'm just going to pretend like I knew all along what they were doing, so I seem like super, oh, super cool. Yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I pull it off? <laughs> hey, the scripture says if we keep our mouths shut, we can appear wise. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> you wonder, oh, I talk too much. That What does that say? That was amazing. Oh, well, that's me Thank all day. You. I, you know, I try to find a peaceful uh, medium, but apparently I'm over <laughs> it by thinking that I'm doing it right. <laughs> I, 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 you just talk away. Whatever it is you are when you're talking, that's what I like. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I have a second poem here. It's a, a, mm-hmm. a poem about a, a, a seed. I'll go ahead and get that to you. A seed was planted. It split. It sprouted and reached into the sky and down into the earth in fertile firma. Roots weave the tapestry of geometric tangles that cracked or strangled both the hard and the obstinate, cementing itself firmly. This thing from a tiny seed has the audacity to want life. Meanwhile, this tender twig follows the light, forming signs of bark in every day, in every way, becoming more set in its way. Taming the breeze makes him strong. As his leaves use passive aggressiveness against the assails of wind gales, and in the summer sun, the tree's shadow grows long. Years like days have passed under this mighty tree, who boughs now held high look like cities in the sky, rocking on their pinions, singing different songs through the leaves and of the nakedness of different seasons. Every branch is a ribbon. Is a latticework of thriving communities. Generation upon generation of inhabitants, never knowing anything but the tree. And the tree is oblivious to everything but being a tree. And all these elements live and die in harmony. Poem. That was incredible. You got uh, Robbie all Twitter-pated in the chat room. No. Oh, thank you, Robbie. Your last poem. Oh, he made he made a reference to spaghetti spaghettification from black holes. When you said that, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the flying spaghetti monster and thought that was really cool. <laughs> Yours so is when equally he said that cool. I, <laughs> I had to, I had to look it up and uh, so it's the uh, it's the vertical stretching of a and horizontal compression of an object into a long thin shape uh, in a very strong gravitational field. So now I know I'm smarter now because of your poem and because of Robbie's comment and I know that it had nothing Yay. to do with the flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> <laughs> but the spaghetti flying spaghetti monster is cool. Let's not let's let's not go there. <laughs> Oh, those are both such great reads, honey. I can't tell you. I mean, I'm such a fangirl on you anyway, but when you, you know, I oh. I appreciate you. You know, we we only have 100 or oh, I forgot how many minutes are in a day. I had it written down for 400 that many? something, 41 something. There was a lot. Anyway, you only have so many minutes in a day, and the fact that you gave me some, you gave shared some with us 
really means a lot. It's a gift. It really is a gift because there's a thousand million things we all should be doing right now at this moment, but we're sitting here sharing poetry, and it is a gift. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you too, Nyla. Well, tell everyone how they can come over and appreciate you even more. Come on and check us out at the Small House of Poetry. Y'all get a chance to see Gina over there. Uh, We have three shows. We have one show on Saturday, which happens at 1 p.m. Central, uh, 2 Eastern. Uh, We have a show on Sunday, which is our flagship show. That's the living room. That's where we sit down and break down art. We also go ahead and talk to the poet about their art so that those little things that get forgotten, they can go ahead and tell us about, like, oh, yeah, you know, nobody's ever got this about it. Uh, And this right here, they expound on it. We expound on it with them. On Monday, we have a radio show. It's called the AM Drive, the Small House uh, WSHOP, uh, Small House of Poetry Radio. Uh, you guys come through there. You guys are going to laugh your ass if you uh, decide to show up. And Nyla, that pre- oh, I have Epiphany. Uh, me and Gina Storm also has uh, Epiphany Radio. Uh, not this coming Saturday, but next Saturday. You guys can catch us over there. But there's always something good over there, so even come by tomorrow. I mean, uh, Saturday. Yeah, I'm getting my days mixed up. You I'm know, vertigo. I, I know I've told you this before, but I really mean this, you guys. Honey takes full advantage of that, and I really appreciate that. But we have spent 16 years building this speakeasy community, you know, and I'm not one of those people saying these are this is my community. I'm, you know, there, there's no hoarding of poets here. The speakeasy cafe My page is like the bulletin board inside the Speakeasy Cafe. And if you have events coming up, if you have shows, if you have programs, if you're doing a contest somewhere, if you just want to come post a poem because you think it's cool and you want to share it with the Speakeasy community, it's like you walk into the coffee shop, see who's hanging out, say, hey, guys, guess what? Over here we got a show this weekend. You should come check it out. Let's say, yeah, dude, we'll see you over there. I mean, that's that's what my page is. That's what I want my page to be. I'm not posting about, you know, going and getting a pedicure, and I'm not posting pictures of what I had for dinner. It's a writing page. It's it's the community page for everybody. So when you have those shows, when you have things coming up, make it part of your marketing. Awesome. You know, there's there's a giant community here of close to four thousand people waiting for you to promote what you're doing to them. And we need wow. you. We need to be a part of what you're doing. So do it. Nyla, you know, uh, I think that uh way of thinking about right there is the reason why you've been so successful throughout the years. You know, you're not trying to go ahead and and, 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 and garner up all the cake and all the pie. Uh, you're making sure that everybody gets their own equal share. It's a beautiful thing. Well, you know, it's important. I, I you know, I'm, I'm just, if you, if you look at our world like a universe, you know, there's lots of stars out there. How boring it would be if there was just, you know, one little blip of light. You know, there's so many things for us to do and learn and reach out and touch and be influenced by. Nobody can be the end-all, beat-all, no. you know. And and if, you know, be, seeing people network, seeing people learn from each other, seeing, you know, somebody invites them over to this show and then I see them go over there and I follow what people are doing. It's It's an incredible thing when you all work together. You know, there, there's right. no there's no seven of nine here. There's no Borg. I'm not trying to assimilate the world. I want us to be a universe. I want us to celebrate every planet and every bubble and every asteroid. And 
You know, I want I want now, to you can't be doing Trekkie all, references and expect me to get off the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a contradictory in terms. Now, I just want you to know you're in violation right now. <laughs> you know, it's, I used that, use that reference earlier in the show, too, and it's like, you know, not that I'm using Star Trek references to make me look like a nerd, but, yeah, I, I was uh, – I was I was a, a voyager. I mean that that was a religion. My Drain youngest way. son and I I didn't care what was going on in the world, man. The world could be falling apart and flooding and tornadoes, mm-hmm. and my son and I were in front of that TV watching Voyager every single time it was on. Yeah. Well, last time you got back and watched a couple episodes. <laughs> I oh, think yeah, they've done I'm better than a, what the, what they have trendy. out here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think that uh, those older episodes, uh, like SNG and uh, Voyager, I I think they kind of age better than the new stuff they have out now. Of course. I think so. I think so. And besides, I had like this huge crush on Chakotay. You know, that's just, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, getting, 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 uh, I, I was really home. bummed that him and, <laughs> him and Janeway didn't end up together. I, I ended up with Tess, and I just didn't get it. So, you know, well, the but Federation, that's okay. the Marquis, right. you know, that's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, tell everyone your Facebook page once again, hon. Oh, uh, just punch in Small House of Poetry. And you will be experiencing a poetry uh, uh, reawakening. Yeah, we're going to call it that. Nyla, I'm going to go ahead and get out your way because you have one person to go. And this has been a pleasure. And you are going to post your stuff on my page, right? I'm going to put all my stuff on your page. Good, because it helps me too. It helps remind me. Oh, yeah, that's going on. I can go over there too. So there's a method to my madness. I love the man. All right, Jay, love you. Love you too. I'm glad you get it. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller. Close out the show with me this evening. We have area code 863. Hello, Nyla. This is Noreen. Hello, beautiful Noreen. How are you, sweetheart? You want to close the show out with me tonight? Okay, I will. All right. Okay, thank you. I would like you to read two of Gary's poems and two of your own. Okay. Um, the first one of Gary's, I have um, the reality of life. Okay. The necessities of life were acknowledged by all who enjoyed them. The realities of life are not necessities to sustain life. If you are born alone... You may attain the necessities of life. That is the reality of it. The end. And the um, second one of his is um, dead or alive. Is there realization when you're dead? Is there a discerning moment when you think you're going to be dead, or what you believe, or when you believe you're going to be dead? At this moment, will you realize? And know what you will not give up, and you will fight for until your death. The end. Wow, that was amazing. Okay, thank you. He, he, You're welcome. Well, I, I love his um, poetry. I just wish he was still here to write more and be here with me. 
Well, I am very glad that you keep uh, you know that you keep him here with us. You I know, am. It's very special. Yes, it is. Okay. Hey, and, I have a okay. question for you. Remember okay. the video that you made when you opened the cup? Is it okay if I post that? Oh yes, you can. Because I wanted to show it to um, I wanted to show it to Rich because he okay. got his mug today. Oh, oh wow, that's awesome! Congratulations, yeah. uh, uh, Rich! Congratulations. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Now I'd like to okay. hear your poems, baby girl. Okay. My okay. One. My first one is a second chance. I wrote that to your um uh, um picture prompt. Okay, about the about the girl laying there in the street. Okay, this is one mm-hmm. called Second Chance. Who cares if I live or die? I have nowhere to go but out in the streets. No one seems to care. They are too wrapped up in their own world. I understand. What about me? And I, ain't I a somebody? Ain't I worth helping out? Ain't I worthy of a second chance in life? Here, I I live out in the streets, hoping someone would come and help me. Would you, would you, if you saw me lying in the streets? All I want is a hug, a smile, a second chance. Would you? The end. Wonderful. I read that when you posted it on on my picture, and I thought it was incredible. Honey was really struck by it, too. She really liked it. Yes. Yes. I've seen that. Okay. Thank you. You're okay. very welcome. Okay. And the next one is um, called To Depression. Okay. Depression, you don't live here anymore. You have been in my life too long. I have almost forgotten what the sun looks like. I have been under these dark, dark clouds too long. It can be so scary. I'm so tired of you. You almost ruined my life. Now, I'm taking control of my life, and I'm kicking you to the curb. Don't want, don't want to see you anymore. I want to see the bright things in life. I want to stop and smell and see the simple things in life that are good for me, like, like a wildflower in my yard, the sun shining fresh air, and all the good things in my life. I gave God a reign in my life, and it feels so good, and it feels so awesome good. The end. You know, there's sometimes there's a lot of freedom in that free fall and just, mm-hmm. just letting go and, and allowing yourself yes. to exhale like that. Yes, when you go so long without even breathing, you know, it's hard. Yes, it is. You know, it just just because you let go and you start breathing again doesn't mean yes. the things that you weren't breathing over weren't important or aren't still important. So, yes. fantastic job on that piece. I really like it. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, and- Okay, um, and Nyla, I want to 
um, I don't know if you got my message or not, but um, I didn't get to tell you this, but Emilia was tell, told me this that about your mom, and, and I never got to tell you this. So I want to say I hope I can. I hope I don't know. Hope it's okay to tell you. I give you my condolences to you, and um and I, I I'm so sorry to hear about your mom, and um and I'm and uh, and you're in my prayers and your family too. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I appreciate it very you're much. You're very welcome. Marine. That means a lot. Okay, and we lost another poet. I don't know if anybody heard of him. He's Joe the poet. He his sister and I are really good friends. We went to school together, and he um he. Um, he, he, um, I don't think he was at, that active at toward the end there, because um, of his illness. He was sick a long, long time, and and um, so he didn't. He won a lot of awards up there in New York. He lives. He um, he died. He um, his sister and him. Well, they live here close to Tampa, I think. But mm-hmm. and um, and um, she was taking care of him until she couldn't anymore, and and was hard on her. Then, then he had to go in the um, in the rehab, and he passed away. Mm-hmm. And and she said that could be it could be, uh, um, it could then um, he was so young he was 54 or so, and it could then um, he could still be alive. It wasn't for that one person, uh, the n- nurse, and she was doing all herself. She she was trying so so hard. I mean, and I she she had a lot of courage. And then they wouldn't give him a drink when he was so thirsty, and he got dehydrated and all that, and he got worse. Oh, I'm so sorry, hon. Good, thank you. Yep. You're very I welcome. You, I was hoping to meet him one day, and um, you, he's on there, Joe the Poet, on, in a, on his, he has a Facebook page called Joe the Poet. And if you and his sister is Bernadette Celine, I don't know if anybody heard of her, but she used to sing too. You can see her on YouTube, and she got a voice. She can really sing. Wow. All right, Miss Noreen. Okay, okay, and and you can find um, Gary and I. We can find our books on um, the uh, Amazon.com. And you can find us on um, um, Gary and Noreen Snyder dot wix dot com front slash poetry, and you can find us on okay, on uh-oh. okay. You can find Gary on Facebook dot com, Nation dot com, poetrypoem dot com, and you can find me on. Facebook.com, ReverbNation.com, and PoetryPoem.com. And you can also find us on the Poetry, the Poetry Club and every Saturday at 5 o'clock um, and Eastern Standard Time. And we have a, a, the, Poetry, the Poetry Club Saturday night show. I mean, yeah. And, and then you can also find us here. And you can also find um, find us doing the um, have a chat with poet Noreen um, er, every um, month, once a month, and never give Very up will cool. be my next one next next month. Oh, and Perfect. then and almost, I appreciate. Go ahead. Okay, I got over nine thousand already members, and I'm wow, I can't believe it. 
over 9,000. When I get to 10,000, I'm, I'm either going to do a calendar for a drawing. It's going to be a different kind of drawing where um, I'll write a, um, a post on there, and you have to let the, write a comment under it to, to be entered in the drawing. It's either going to be in my, my 2023 calendar or it's going to be a T-shirt. I'm learning going to learn how to do that, too. And I actually got me a, um, what do you call it, um, the mini craft iron um, press, I mean heat press, and I only got it for less, about five ninety nine on ten U. So you got real good deals on the ten U. And so I'm going to learn how to do that. Perfect. Yes, I'll put a haiku on it, or something like that, or the poetry club, and um. And have a chat with Poet Noreen, too. Cool. All right, Noreen, yes. we will talk to you next week. Yes, yes. Awesome. Thank you, sweetheart. Okay. Love you so okay, much. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, okay, we love you, too. Okay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, honey. Okay, okay, okay thank you. Have a good night. You're welcome. You too. you too. All right, everyone. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I want to thank you all for being here, both listeners and readers. It is you that makes this amazing show as incredible as it is, and I am so proud to be a part of this with you each week. And I, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, you guys know. You guys are amazing. Sixteen years of amazing. You're the reason that we're still here. So thank you. Thank you, everybody. Cannot wait to see what you bring back next week. I'm going to close the show tonight with a piece by Debbie Kelly. And I want to play this. She could really use some love right now. She's going through some tough times. But we're not for Debbie Kelly. I don't know if the show would be here. She was here in the very beginning with me when we were just working on the show, staying up all night long with me, helping invite poets, helping do all the stuff behind the scenes that we needed to get this show off the ground. And, you know, it was just her and me. And I would be exhausted and go to bed and wake up in the morning, and she would still be there, man, working her butt off, you know, and making sure that this, this show got off the ground like it did. And I'm just so proud of her. She could really use some love, so... Debbie Kelly, Facebook, go over, give her some Debbie Mills Kelly. Give her some loves, Kelly Mills, Mills Kelly. Love you, Debbie. And this is Debbie Kelly with Slamming Down on My City. Good night, everybody. Hi, Debbie. Hi. So excited that you called in. Why are you so excited? Because I know what you're going to read tonight. Oh, God. And, and you sit right in here with these boys. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, so. no I don't. No, I don't. No. Just, uh, this is my silly girl coming up here to the stage to take the mic and slam one down for you boys. <laughs> All right, now, okay, now I really am nervous. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, no, you're welcome. not, baby girl. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I am proud of this poem. I love this poem that you wrote. Well, thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. This is called Slamming Down on My City. It says, my city is bleeding, needing, dying, babies crying as bullets go flying past my windowsill. Do you think the violence ever will stop hating, blazing, skating through our lives? Wake up, city of brotherly love. Do you need a shove, a hit? Don't spit on my streets. Liberty Bell is going through hell, dwelling, yelling, swelling from pain. Stand up and be heard against the germ, the virus. Infecting our city, this plague's not pretty. Love your neighbor as yourselves. Put your gums up on the shelf. Take pride within yourselves and help us live again. The end. <laughs> I can't breathe. The whole time I was reading that, I was like... <laughs> 
I just thought you were trying to be sultry, you know, like this. <laughs> no, I'm actually trying to breathe. <laughs> oh, God. That was great.